Sports Is it really real, son? Let me know it's real, son. If it's really real, something I can feel, son. Load it up and kill one. Want it raw, deal, son. If it's really real. When I was a little stereo, stereo, stereo. I listened to some champion. Champion. I always wondered. Wondered. I have my mic. <laughs> well, mic. now I be the number one. Is it really real, son? If it's really real, son, let me know it's real, son. If it's really real, something I can feel, son. Load it up and kill one. Want a raw deal, son? If it's really real. Oh, hey, everybody. Hello and welcome <laughs> to another installment of the TPS Reports podcast. And oh, is it really real? Oh my god, it is so Good to really be back. real. Fuck Zoom. I hated that Zoom episode. I don't like Zoom. I don't it's just Zoom it's twice as long to edit for me. I don't want to do that either. So uh welcome back. It's mainly the lag. I don't like the lag. It's the lag, it's yeah. Every natural. joke doesn't land because there's gotta be three extra seconds. The other guy already started talking and then you hear the joke and I you're can't. in and then you go <laughs> I know it's like I an know, obligated <laughs> like <laughs> breath laugh, like <laughs> and then you move on. Anybody stinks. listening is gonna be like that, that's every episode. But I was gonna say I can't yeah. say anything without interrupting you if yeah. we're on Zoom. And then as far as editing it goes, for some reason it's just like even when you're wearing headphones, my fucking my voice echoes on your track. <laughs> so I gotta like trim out everything. This is this is fucking inside baseball. This is behind the curtain stuff. The people don't care. All they care about is that term is safe and healthy again. What? And we're back, face to face, belly to belly. Kick that shit to the curb, son. Do you still have gastrointestinal uh No, issues? it's mainly uh, still the smell. <laughs> I can't smell shit. Well, I could smell a little bit. Can you smell this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I can't, actually. Oh, well, uh, I'm glad that you're officially uh, tested negative, doing better. Your, your sense of smell will come back. Yeah, boy! And even if it doesn't, it's like... Yeah, you know what? Never mind. I was going to say maybe blessing in disguise. A lot of shit smells out there. Right. But also, you know, there's good stuff. What do I got to smell in the city? Piss? Puke? (laughs) Cum? Even my, uh, me getting my, I mentioned at the end of last week's episode, um, my Facebook got hacked and it was just like, remember Gosh was in, called in a few weeks ago and it was just like, my life went all crazy. My Facebook was hacked. My wife went all bluey on me. (laughs) We uh, made light of it. Like, yeah, well, it's the worst thing. But it is a pain in the ass for like an hour or two where I'm like, really? Nobody? Nobody. There is no like customer support like at all to even get mad about talking to that doesn't do their job. It's just insane yeah. that such a such a global platform that literally changed like how it people's seems, brains function. They're like, nah, we didn't nah, we got nothing to do with it. It seems <laughs> like kind of a hard thing to facilitate, you know, like a no man's land. Well, at this uh, point, yeah, they have no control of it. Um, and I said last week, what confuses me is the the end game. Uh, oh, of the, hacking someone's account? It, yeah, it seems like all they wanted to do is delete your page. It's gone, and it's like it's just that's all they did was t- maybe they have. I mean, they do have access to personal info uh, that they could use to whatever. Did you, you know, say something stupid? You know, they, when people say something stupid, and people are like, "Delete your page." 
No, delete I your account. I don't use my personal account for anything. But that, where I was going with this is basically it's like a blessing in disguise. After you realize no one at Facebook is going to like get on the phone or even live chat support you. You're like, there's fuck, no. I don't have a Facebook. There's no course of action. I don't for, have a Facebook. Right. I made my Facebook disappear. <laughs> Uh, but it's great. I already remade a new one. Literally only have Term and my girlfriend as friends need. just to be able to manage our accounts again and everything's up. And So yeah, I do look at that as it, literally don't miss it. It just bothers me that there is no accountability for when something like it's a, it's like a identity theft. They like, they stole my information. I would say like the most valuable thing they stole is some funny pictures from when we were in college. That if you saw but, now, you would be like, oh, yeah, that exists. Right. That would be valuable to me to like have those memories somewhere. Because I'm not tagged in anything. You can go to like pictures of us right. together from years ago, and I'm not, you know, the tag won't take you to my page. So, yeah, that's gone forever. And But like I was saying, just like it, it's, uh, it's frustrating that nobody would like be willing to even help. Like, oh, sorry that happened. Uh, message or support chat. Bah, 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 bah. I right. did all the things I could have done, and there is no course of action you would to think fix it. So the biggest online company... Dead. Well, maybe Amazon is one of them. They're up there, dude. All right. You would think that they would have some sort of customer service resources. Dude, I had like a fucking international you're not really a customer, I guess, snack delivery crate for a few months. So one, one, one of them didn't show up. Like their customer right. support was outstanding. It's like my, my fucking international snacks box didn't show up this month. And they took care of that shit and like threw in some extra on top type of like, that's all I want. Just somebody be like, oh, we're sorry. We'll fix that. Um, so yeah, if you get your Facebook hacked. Gosh knows. Just it's, give uh, up. it's just like there's nothing to be done. Or at least if I'm, you're as locked out as I was, because the page is gone. There's no getting it back. That doesn't mean it's not on a Facebook server somewhere. So if there was an employee support, that's the weird thing. They could take a look at it, but nothing, fuck them. Like you could figure it out and they would restore your page, which kind of tells you how. It's like when the FBI fucking some pedophile like wipes his hard drive and then they take his computer and they still find what he wiped. Nothing you delete is deleted. It's kind oh, of and freaky. especially with Facebook server type of like yeah they could look into the deactivation of my page. Just like I've had stuff recovered. Your page is still somewhere in the ether. If you delete something from your trash and it's like are you sure you can't undo this action? There have been ways that it's been undone. There's IT support. It's not easy. But like it's happened. I've right. had it happen to me. I've lost files on hard drives and in trash. If you were famous, this would have been fixed a week ago. Right. Um, but I'm not, and I never will be. So, uh, wait, uh, anyway. Uh, hold on. You suck! This is for me. I said, uh, <laughs> I was going to try and segue when I said it seems like a hard thing to facilitate. That's what she said. I watched that Woodstock 99 documentary last night. Right. And it was pretty great. It's awesome. I pretty, much, I pretty enjoyed it. Um, I took some notes here. Good. Hard thing I, to facilitate, you know? Well, yeah. How many hundreds of thousands of people? It's a sea of humans. Yeah. Gotta say, off the bat, not a corn fan, but probably the coolest part Dude, is when the corn, part. corn... Corn's always the coolest tore part. Tore it up, and the, the crowd is like a it's human water. wave pool. It's, it's just insane. Water. Well, that's the thing I've and always known about... And how like the speakers going back were on a time delay. So First you see. All, the people further back are deli- are reacting three seconds yeah, it's after like you hit the note. like a natural baseball stadium wave of people just jumping it's up and so down. It's so fucking cool. Um, first of all, Corn is the fucking god level A list top tier. I would have bucked headliner. Out. Uh, <laughs> I did see them like not that long ago, maybe seven years ago. 
And it was like, it was all this childhood nostalgia, but I bucked out. I was like, yeah. fuck yeah, dude, I'm seeing corn. Um, but I've always seen that footage. Like, I've seen the footage of Limp Biscuit <laughs> while riding on the fucking board. I've seen that. I've right, seen, I remember I've watching seen the, it when I was nine years old. Right, the crowd. I, I, didn't, I don't remember watching live, but I've always I, I remembered. I watched what they had on MTV. Being able to see like that, just like like Queen at, at Wembley or whatever, like this sea of people, this iconic sea of people, like, holy shit, that crowd happened. People throwing mud I was, and doing At fucking, that point in time, I was a huge Kid Rock fan. Yeah. And then very embarrassing to watch. Uh, he comes out in a fur coat. When it's, they said it's like 100 degrees. Or does it fucking kick ass? <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, Monica Lewinsky's a goddamn hoe. <laughs> Bill Clinton's a pimp. And that's <laughs> all I got to say about that. Why? Him. Why did you have to say that? Just to be edgy. Ridiculous. Uh, I, I said, and one of the themes of the documentary, by the way, becomes like basically like the non-representation for women's protection. And like there's a lot of molestation. Say, uh, they try and make this big deal out of the fires and the riots, and that the whole thing was a failure. And I don't really think I don't really agree. I don't think it was that big of a deal. The tragedy. You know what is a big deal? It's four twenty right now, so I'm gonna smoke some fucking weed. Go ahead. The tragedy is the fucking titty. They don't show. There's like not a single shot of a girl. On a guy's shoulders with her tits out, where an arm doesn't come up and grab one of the tits, yeah. if not both. It's ridiculous. I feel like I've uh, seen that live at like a warp tour when I was a kid. Like, damn, they're just grabbing that girl's tit. Like, and, and it's crazy that they don't like slap the hands, they don't look back and say, like, what's your fucking problem? They just kind of like grin and bear it. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but the, that's the real tragedy that I saw of, of Woodstock 99 is the fucking sexual assault. The creepy, like, male rampant energy. And speaking of creepy male Aside energy. That, I, I think it looked pretty fun. It, I would have, like, totally to looked kick ass. It looked way too hot. You know, it looked like. But again, like, the, the just the young, white, angry kids. Well, this sucks and it's oh too God. hot. That's like the Remember whole. They're, like, uh, they're just destroying stuff because I imagine. I don't know. Like, a lot it's, of the it's, interviews it's were full of people saying things that I was like, what? Uh, there's that black dude who. Because you said when DMX performs, it's just like 200, 300,000 white dudes yelling the M word. Yep. Uh, and he's asking for it. But then there's a dude who they interview. <laughs> it's his fault. <laughs> no, he's literally, he's asking them to. I know he was. Uh, but there's this dude who's like, and if you questioned, <laughs> if you could have questioned every single white male in that audience to, to the last one, they, every single one of them would have told you that it's not right to say that word. I was like, are you out of your fucking mind? That audience? They would have all argued right. their right to yeah, say it. Yeah, we should all be able to say it. DMX said it's fine. The one promoter, not Michael Lang, the original guy, uh, but the other guy, the 94, 99 guy, he sucked. That's, Every time that's they what I'm saying. Him, Speaking like, of creepy male energy, like that guy, anybody who had a problem. Blames it on the women. Exactly. Blames the bands, the women, and basically anybody who gets, they have like a little, uh, during the festival, what's that called? Like a, not a town hall. A press but like, conference. Yeah, like a press conference. Someone can come up to the mic and he be like. He blames everything on MTV. He's, they'll be saying like why as attendees they don't feel protected or why as employees they don't feel they have support and this is what's happening They're do you want to keep editorializing you, do you want to help are you, what are you going to do are to you help are going to keep editorializing or can I answer the question he would basically say like to somebody who was there for a good time complaining that their friend got assaulted or something he'd be like alright you want to work here here's a badge here you go work security or like, he'd be like <laughs> MTV just keeps making it look it's like, dude, I'm watching the footage. It's not what MTV's saying. That's what I was saying, They're too. They're grabbing chicks' tits. Um, so even you can look at it like, uh, basically, they wanted to pin it on Fred Durst for inciting a riot. Right, because he was saying, thing. like, saying to, telling people to fuck shit up. However... You hired Fred Durst. Exactly. And, like, when the song... You hired rock stars, His not biggest diplomats. song is, is Give Me Something to Break. Like... <laughs> like, pick a chainsaw. <laughs> Let's get your ass raw. Let's get your ass raw. 
Christmas so gay. day keeps going this way, it just might break something tonight. Very gay. Of, of the, all the people to uh, be responsible for all that destruction, for it to be such a whimpery-voiced asshole like right. Fred Durst, who would go on to make a movie that grosses $3,000 at the box office. Hey, big bucks. Uh, and I thought... If you're going to blame, first of all, I don't think any of the musicians are to blame. Me neither. But that guy, the though, Red what's Hot his Chili name? Peppers fucking, playing fire, yeah. Jimi Hendrix's so fire, while they're burning shit down. So kick ass. That's, that's a lot more insightful. But yeah, that's the kickest ass thing ever. Uh, see, okay, I thought you were going to instantly agree with my point on that. But I looked at that as another one, like, well, blame the artist. If you were in, if you're watching like fires erupt and you have the capability to just pull out a fire you got cover. Butt naked flea up there. What do you right. think he's going to do? Like, to have. Rock stars, hey up guys, there. can you please calm down? To do the, they did the rock star thing to exactly. play fire, Jimi Hendrix, and like while it was the their You're encore the last the night, crowd. people are burning shit. You're there to please the crowd, not be They're a like bunch we got to get daddies. the fuck out of here. This is this is getting a little crazy. But before we do, we're rock stars. <laughs> we you know it? what I mean? Like yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, come on. Uh, hilarious, the downgrade from. Uh, the original Woodstock 69 closes with Jimi Hendrix iconically playing the Star Spangled Banner yep. incredibly as well. Uh, <clears throat> and then the downgrade juxtaposition to, in 99, fucking Wyclef playing the worst Star Spangled Banner ever. Right. And then like while people a... throw garbage, <laughs> which is what he's, he's throwing garbage at them. <laughs> They're throwing garbage at him. Sounds like garbage. He pathetically tries to fucking burn the guitar at the end, the, the which doesn't. Light. It's like a bunch of scouts trying to make a campfire. It just doesn't work. Go watch Jimi Hendrix burning his guitar at Monterey Pop 1967. It takes him two seconds. It's iconic, once again. But what's great, too, is that all of these Downgrade. artists, all of these artists, not all, but most of these artists, they're playing Woodstock 99. They're like, well, I wasn't, I couldn't play this iconic Woodstock 69, but I grew up as a musician, like listening, watching that documentary. I know Woodstock, and to be able to play. So they're making all of these like references to the 30 years old Woodstock that yeah. the nobody. Gets, you no, know yeah, what I mean? fucking bunch uh, of just pathetic was Creed stoned. You know, Creed brought out Robbie Krieger, the guitar player of the Doors, who nobody gave half a shit. Rob and nobody. the Doors, the Doors <laughs> didn't even play at Woodstock '69. They weren't there. Right. Uh, I I looked up the lineup. John Entwistle played in '99. I think the same day. John Entwistle, the bass player of the Who, did perform at Woodstock '69. What were they thinking? <laughs> also, 69. though, have Creed brought up John Entwistle, I don't think anybody would have cared. Nobody. It's Creed. Yeah. They already don't care. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but uh, I think Jewel was the one who made the point that, like, <clears throat> when when the people who are are gathering together like have something like a common purpose or a cause like stopping the war or ending racism or whatever like there's a lot more community there's a lot more of a fucking a vibe right as and there wasn't any of that yeah, what Woodstock was the 99. cause of woodstock 99 well, I guess that other one than guy, like break stuff you know that one guy in the end kind of like probably shouldn't have put to take it yeah about how like they're they're they don't care about us they just want our money they're charging four dollars for water that's pretty crazy and it, it's fucking there's people dropping of heat stroke and shit and it's like Again, when I said, like, uh, I don't think them on the last day burning some wood and, and you know, raiding a pretzel truck. I know they raided more than just a pretzel truck. but Yeah, women were raped. I think uh, <laughs> the fucking sewage 
overflowing and people rolling around and pissing shit, which is the fault of the festival. Right, quote unquote mud. That's a bigger deal than people burning some fucking wood panels. That's also a giant like health and safety. And yeah, hazard. obviously the rape and the sexual assault is the number no, one. No, and the big swimming deal. in shit. It's a giant health and safety hazard. Like if they gave a fuck, take out the people rape. could get disease, and we've all seen what happens twenty years later. Maybe take out at least some of the the fucking rivers of poo. And yeah. then it, it seems like a pretty fun time. Right. I would have yeah. rocked out. Yeah, one of the main takeaways, though, is definitely the guy who coordinated it. They just blamed everybody. Asshole. And there's just a theme from back then, from years before that, and certainly today of just like, not my problem. It's like, but isn't this, aren't you the manager? Isn't this your store? Isn't this your event? You're, you're controlling what happens on he these goes, grounds? He, he goes, goes, at one no. point, it's a good thing <laughs> no, nobody got hurt. I was like, it looks like a lot of so people So many got people hurt. got hurt. <laughs> it looks like more people than you can count got hurt. Yeah, for sure. People got hurt. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was really well done. Andrew, that's all I really did all last week was sit inside and watch shit. Yeah, <clears> I, um, yeah, not too much. I got a new tattoo. I saw I that. Showed you a I'm picture jealous. of my tattoo. Look Very at this. Jealous. Bam. First one in four Woo! years. Ooh, it's shiny. It's peeling a little bit right now, but you know. I think it's it's amazing. It's, uh, I love it. I love uh, it. I love it. I know the concept. It's Absolutely. an ode to Keith. I love it. Yeah. Uh, it was done by Matt Pearl, who I went to school with, the homie. Yeah, I haven't seen him. Crushed in it. Probably almost a decade, you know. And uh, just um, when thinking about tattoo artists <laughs> still in the city, uh, the guy who did my left arm moved to California years ago. That buddy, actually, a buddy of Keith's as well, growing also up. Also the so. homie, yeah. But yeah, as far as like uh, once once our buddy passed away, and I had like this this idea basically for him. There was. Um, like at his at his uh, funeral services, there was everybody got these little like yellow ducks, and there was like a stories and his coworkers and friends all were familiar with these ducks they had at his uh, it's a the prank the, thing they the do restaurant. At the restaurant. Yeah, they worked they at. Work. But anyways, like even when we were all leaving the fucking you know saying goodbye to the family that day, I remember leaving and everybody was like hiding ducks around the roof, and we were climbing up and we were fucking around. So they were just it was clearly it became like a, a something symbolizing. Our buddy Keith, like yeah. it just wasn't something we grew up with, but in that moment, this like everybody got a duck, and that was that was for Keith. Um, but also, our buddy always had the fucking crazy punk rock jackets and fucking loopy belts and the penguin creeper the flamingo shoes. pants that yeah, bent his knees back. The super other way. super punk rock man, chaos punks. Um, but yeah, he had a huge mohawk, so I got a duck with a mohawk. Spending I, fucking two hours <laughs> in front of the mirror doing your hair, very punk. I never seen a duck with a mohawk, so I yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm so thrilled with how it turned out. And also just that like, uh, I had texted Matt before square dance tour about like, what's your schedule look like and blah, blah, blah. And he was, yeah, let me know when you're back from tour. So when I got home, I was like, Hey, I'm back. Let me know what your schedule's like, but he's a good artist. He's booked like months out. He just hit me out of the blue, whatever it was Tuesday night. I was just like, Hey, I might have time tomorrow. Are you free? And I was like, I, I can I can make myself free. So it was like this short notice. He oh, had yeah. an opening and I just cruised out Even to better. to fucking do it. So um, yeah, that's it's sweet. I fucking love it. It's really you know, good. I love it. I'm uh jealous. But now like I, I haven't, you know, gone as, as all out to uh memorialize our friend. No, it's like uh I, I do think though, like, especially knowing him, it's like if I would have died, I think Keith would have done the same for Oh me. totally. Keith was a tattoo guy and he would you know also a really good. If friend. he's looking down, he's fucking smiling ear to ear at that tattoo. <laughs> yo, he you loves stupid, it. stupid for this one, yo. <laughs> you got jokes. Come on, man. <laughs> but I was uh yeah, that's that's kind of a new thing in my life. Um but that's that's all I really did too. So I do have some stories pulled up. Um You didn't watch F Boy Island on HBO? <laughs> no. Have you seen that on the front page? Yeah. 
Oh my god! So, so you have been watching? Oh my! No, I, I was too busy watching Sexy Beasts on Netflix. Have you watching, seen that on their front page? Is it a spinoff of the movie? I, I don't even know if that's With what ben it's Kingsley? called. It could be no, but it's like a dating show where they. It's basically like the Masked Singer, where they do a bunch of like carnival makeup on people and make them you date, but HBO? they look fucking retarded. No, it's on Netflix. Okay, good. But it's one of these other like Love Is Blind shows. Like, well, are you willing to fall in love with a guy who's dressed like a crocodile? It's so fucking stupid. What? Yeah. So go on about. F-Boys. I don't know why I even <laughs> said okay, good when you said it's not on HBO because they have this new show F Boy, F Boy Island. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and the what's the subheader? It says uh, three girls try to to you know separate the men from the you know what boys. Oh. What happened to HBO? When I was growing up, HBO was the cool channel that that would swear and show like cocks on Oz. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're like F Boy Island. You know what boys? They're not called F Boys. Nobody knows what an F Boy is. It's a fuck boy. And that's already fucking lame. So is it like the Bachelorette, dating, but everybody like dated terminology? Is yeah, like a self-aware douchebag. I guess uh, it's supposed to be an edgier version of the Bachelorette because the title implies the word fuck. Yeah, here, look. Gayest thing I saw all week, and Welcome I watched Brokeback Mountain. Welcome to the strangest Mountain. blind date ever. Ah, oh, damn it! See, my fucking internet's been out all afternoon, so none of the actual podcast. I think I've gotten enough. Work. I've seen a clip somewhere. <laughs> you get the first six seconds right. It's an ostrich walking to the table where there's a koala sitting or something. Yes, and they're supposed to fall in love. I take it. God damn internet, dude. Why? This is not going to bode well for the rest of the uh, things I want to pull up. But yes, it uh, looks like terrible television. Are you actually watching this fuckboy show? No. Okay. No, no, no. Well, let's move on. <laughs> uh, but I did just over the past week sitting inside my house garner new hatreds for the internet and social media oh, and yeah. spending hours a day on instagram and just boiling with how much tiktok overflow has come to instagram now yep uh i can't stand tiktok stuff i can't stand how like every video now has to be narrated by that fucking robot lady voice you know i i've i've managed Ran into to my friend at the bar and bought him a drink like fucking just say it into your phone or don't just don't post a thing that doesn't need to exist don't post any of it uh, just fucking unfunny, unoriginal young assholes like recycling people's jokes, their own. Yep. I, I can't stand it, Shit dude. nugget. Uh, so I saw, this is like an example of TikTok. This is what TikTok is to me, what I observe. is like, so it's a guy in the gym and he's like, saw this cute girl at the gym. And, you know, it's a video, the cute girl. And then it's like, so I decided to shoot my shot. And the next shot is him like walking up to the girl. Uh, and then the next shot is like him laying in bed on himself, and then he like turns the camera next to him, and it's the bed is empty next to him. That's the joke. Ha ha, oh. fucking ha. Give him a fucking acting role. I've seen like fucking seven di- seven different versions. Can I say seven? Seven. It's a so- sovereign state. Dan Severin, the uh, <laughs> UFC heavyweight champion. <clears throat> I've seen like seven different versions of like, it's the same thing. It's just a guy, a different guy, see a cute girl in the gym, and then it ends with him in bed turning a thing. And it's like, that's not your joke. Somebody made that joke already. It's where trends are made. It's where people just recycle other people's stuff. I don't understand it. It's where trends are made. I don't understand it. And trends is another way of saying just being a ripoff artist and following the fucking, follow the leader. Hey, everybody, follow the leader. You didn't think of something funny to do. You saw... First of all, it's not even funny, but you thought what you saw was funny, and then you just remade it, and then other people fucking shared it Yeah, still. 
I've seen people. I, I've been sent TikToks before that like weren't just somebody trying to make a, a you know a hack joke that's already been made. It's somebody like trying to convey something that might actually be interesting. But if I hear fucking, that robot voice narrate no, it I don't for even a half know a second, I turn it off. No, it's their voice, but it's the confidence of like the 19-year-old addressing their phone. Right. Of just like, all right, everybody, so this is what's going on. And then there's an edit. And we put like, up, so I was walking in my backyard. When we promo, like, all right, why are you so comfortable? When we like, promo I can't stand the, uh, the one takes, by the way, new one out now. Hey, uh, when we promoted those last <laughs> month, and it's like you and me standing by my car, that took like, I say take 30 in the beginning. It's not a fucking joke. It wasn't quite 30. But uh, we weren't like nailing Probably it. Probably 40. We weren't exactly nailing it for the first bunch. And yes, that's like speaks to how uh, annoying I find it that well, that's young just, people maybe that's are our like, insecurity. so comfortable in front of their phone cameras. No, I think like a little shame, a little insecurity, a little like resistance. Humility. To be like, you know how many times I type something out or like, you know, like want to make a post and then I'll be like, nah, this is stupid. And I just don't do it because I, nah, like I'm not trying that hard to maintain my like daily I don't post. Even, I don't use uh, Twitter. Quota. When I do use Twitter, I type something and then I hover over a post and I go, nah. Nope. Yeah. Like, we need a little more of that in the world. So it's like <laughs> we we're need not a the, whole lot more of that in the world. We're, we're not the bad guy. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. But uh, as Term mentioned, new one takeout now on Patreon, even Keel. Uh, I almost said Key and Peel. Uh, it's uh, it's a good one. Check it out. It's obviously free for everybody to watch. You don't have to be a patron to check it out early, uh, but it would be sweet if you did. And um, it'll be out everywhere on the 15th, and then we're going to try and do the same thing for next month and then have a little three-piece come together in the fall for streaming and shit. So uh, check that out if you haven't seen it yet. And uh, when it comes out public, make sure to give it a share for <coughs> us. Thank you, thank you. Isn't there something else that we should promote? Through my notes, Woodstock '99. Well, real quick, while while ass. we're doing like an early plug thing, people tune out at the fucking end. We're gonna have, if I'm not mistaken, we're gonna have um, our with or without it album release show in Chicago in September, mid September. So I'm gonna just wait till next week to give like all the details. But Chicago, we had an event last March. It got canceled for obvious reasons. We had to make a fucking uh, awkward video sitting on my futon at the old house with term cradling Archie and being like, well, by May, everything should be good. <laughs> and, you know, here we are almost a year and a half later. I guess it will become September trying to make good on this. The album's a year and a half old by that point, but we're still releasing it proper with a concert event in Chicago this September. We'll have a ticket link and more info really soon. And we hope all our Chicagoan pals will, uh, will come out. So, just yeah. mentioning that, we can move on. A uh, uh, belated celebration. Mm -hmm. Better late than never. I said for the last year and a half, though, I'm like, I don't care if the pandemic lasts five years. When it's done, we will do a with or without it hometown release show. Like, that was always something we were supposed to do, and we will make sure that happens. However, you know, even if we've had other albums come out right. by then, we'll still be doing. Uh, so, yeah, September. Stay tuned for more info. And, what else uh, didn't we do? You know, if you're in Boston and Portsmouth, New Hampshire, uh, that's actually booked. October. Get your tickets. PalmerScores.com. You know. Sell that shit there. out. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Boston. Uh, Bearback Mountain, Psycho, American Werewolf in London. Wait, what'd you say? Those are just all things I wrote down that I watched. Oh, that was a very random series of... What? Bearback Mountain? Tried to watch things I'd never Brokeback seen. Mountain? Oh, is that what I said? Yeah. Same thing, kind of. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I'm gay. No. Uh, yeah, I tried to use my time sequestered inside to watch things 
that I always see hailed as like great movies that I've never seen. I've never seen Psycho. You watched it finally? Finally. God and it didn't keep it. my attention much past the shower scene. Man, you fucking stink, dude. Uh, do I stink or does Anthony Perkins stink? No, it's you. It's for sure you. It was all right. No, it's the desensitization of us as viewers. You wait too long to see something iconic like that. It's just the same reason I can't sit down and watch well, you, Cool Hand Luke. I just can't do it. You realize that uh, I, I know it's the, the iconic thing is like 10 seconds of the movie. You know I think I mean? the whole movie is pretty great, personally. But. It was good. Yeah, that was great. Uh, I liked. <laughs> I never knew that the "Give Me Some Mo" sample was the Psycho theme oh song. My God, Rube. <laughs> uh, Brokeback Mountain was not as good as I was expecting it to be. That's it's still the, on my it's, list. As good as it's made out. And I don't Behind the Candelabra. Lame. I got to watch these gay movies that are supposed behind to be Behind the great. Candelabra is way better if we're talking gay movies. All right, I'm going to watch Brokeback first then. Uh, it's going to be the opener for I, Candelabra. I didn't understand why it won Best Director. Uh, I thought this was a, the biggest spoiler, I guess. Like when they do fuck, they go straight to butt fucking. There's no kissing. There's no dick sucking. It's just fucking roll him over and like spit into a, his palm. Nice. That's how a lot of movies. It's sex, weird. Movie sex is it moves very fast though. They not, like, they like strip a, the shirt down off the shoulders real moments. quick, and then they offend somebody over. Even straight sex. Mm. I watch straight sex movies, mm. <laughs> uh, but like. I've like never really had that experience of like going from like that weird look of like desire to like strip the clothes and bend you over and there's there's not much kissing in those movie like yeah I don't know what's fucks. gayer the fact that Heath Ledger just hawks one into <laughs> Gyllenhaal's asshole and goes to town gay about that. or the fact that I'm like hey how about a little foreplay fellas you I want to see gay? a little a little what? neck kissing a little. Eskimos. <laughs> you never done one of these? You want to be gay with me? A little Eskimo kiss. A little it was all right. Also kind of lost my attention. Best one of the three that I watched was American Werewolf in London. Oh, that's a great movie. Like the I'd 1980... Yeah, the original. Four? Is that... Is it 80s? Or You're around. Yeah, earlier? it was definitely 80s. Yeah, that's uh, actually a... I don't want to say underrated because it's on the lists and all that. It's so good. It's a great movie. Uh, I, I was also a fan of the remake in the 90s with all the uh, Bush, Gavin, Rosdale, the drummer from... Um, that thing you do is the main character. Uh-huh. And then he, I, I think he has about. some passionate sex in like a graveyard and it's all like what's that Bush song? Woohoo! <laughs> no, that's Blur, dude. That song too. <laughs> oh shit, I mix up Bush and Blur. Don't test me. When I was a kid, I went to a a Q101 festival uh where Creed played. The headliners were I think Creed it's called Mouth. It's Mouth. Mouth. Creed and Rammstein were the headliners. Uh and Bush played at some point. I wasn't a fan of Bush, but I was a big fan of No Doubt, and Gavin Rosdale was married to Gwen Stefani. Oof. So uh, I got Gavin Rosdale to autograph my arm, and I was really excited about it. And I don't know why, because I didn't really even care for Bush. Speaking of Bush and Woodstock 99, they came out. Another reference to Woodstock 69, they tried to do the Country Joe and the Fish. Give me an F, give me a U, give me a C, give me, and it just totally flopped. Nobody got it. I guess in that crowd where people are literally fucking taking pussy, yelling the word fuck is like not the most outrageous thing anyone can do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, American Werewolf in London kicks balls. Yes. I always I only knew the part where he's he's naked. He wakes up naked in the zoo, and he takes the kid's balloons to to put over his dick when he runs away, and then the kid goes, "Mommy." A naked American man stole uh, my mommy, balloons. Uh, mommy, his mommy took me balloons. Um, so my internet is out. Uh, a good stall. Because I'm just trying to pull up other shit. 
Um, I have something. Keep stalling. I'll talk about the documentary Assault no, in the Ring that no, I watched. God, no, you can stop. About now. the 1983 boxing match between Luis Resno and Billy Collins. No thanks. Where they took the stuffing. That's all right. I'll edit this part out. They took the stuffing out of Resno's gloves and he beat the piss out of out of Billy Collins, this undefeated prospect, and like broke his fucking eyes, and the guy killed himself a year later. Right. This is a crazy story. <laughs> It wasn't an amazing documentary because most of it is about how Louis Resno is like coping with the fact that he ruined his life and ruined Billy Collins' life and was ruined. Uh, but the, all the story about the fight is fascinating. It's it's one of the biggest controversies in boxing. Um, we can do. Let's see. Michael Che is under quote backlash. What? No, he's not. No, he's not. So there's really nothing there. There's really nothing there. He, I follow him on Instagram. I was going to say, posted, there's other stories. He posted, man, I want to make fun of Simone Biles so bad. And then a bunch of people were like, what? Why? And he goes, because I'm a fucking comedian. Right. Because it's my job. Um, and then I, th- I and think- that's about the brunt of it. One of the, this is funny headline to me. It says, Michael Che clears Instagram account upon social media backlash over Simone Biles jokes. And it's like he clears his Instagram account what, like after every series of posts. What white girl name wrote this article? Let's see. Alexandra Del Rosario. Damn it. Ha ha. <laughs> she can still be halfway. It's probably halfway. Um, it's the white part of her that wrote. But the I follow article. Michael Che too, and it's like he he does that a lot. Like he'll type out a bunch of series of things, and then he'll just delete them all. And then like a day or two later, he does the same thing. So yeah, mostly. I, fo- I think he would have done that anyways. Um, all all that his his account really is uh, to me is like he just writes words in his stories, and it's funny. And this is like where the uh, people just make a black background, white text. a leap, like it's a broad stroke leap because there are a bunch of fucking assholes that are like, you know, cyber bullying or just like Simone Biles is a quitter. She yeah, doesn't ridiculous. represent my country. And now they're like equating this to like that. And it's not. It's a comedian who really didn't make much of a joke. He kind of reshared some stuff. Someone someone else posted. So, yeah, that's what he does is he'll like screen cap the DMs that he's sent. And instead of like responding to the DMs, he'll just put text over the screen cap of the somebody's DM that they sent. Exactly. And people were sending him it's their attempts at jokes. Uh, and he was like rating them. Fucking, that one was weak. Six out of ten. That one was... was right, pretty, right. So, somebody brought up Larry Nasser, like tied him into it. He gave them a ten out of ten. Uh, so yeah, it's basically like, uh, to quote, too soon jokes. But that's all it is. It's not the same as some fucking shithead sending... was like over a year ago. No, I'm talking about t- too soon as far as like the Simone Biles pulling back oh, you mean, and then everybody else being... you mean topical? Being, right, it's not exactly. too soon. It's fucking the, it's f- the perfect time. But this anybody who's upset about this, that's why. It's because the Simone Biles thing is a story now. Not a story six months ago. I get when like people who aren't professional funny people are just throwing in like criticisms that aren't really warranted. I guarantee there's like, uh, I, w- I would just sure, because, tell them that they're wrong or tell them why. I'm, I'm guessing her family's gotten death threats. Like that's what happens when comedians say jokes. So there's no way. Yeah, but the also people like, that, like, what I'm is just, a death threat nowadays? Really? Right. I'm still speculating, but it's still like pretty wild to be doing that to just some fucking yeah, iconic it's all, athlete. Isn't she the most meddling American gymnast of all time? For sure. Still? So fucking chill out. I know that it's all over like that she goes she took someone else's possible slot. What? No, she didn't she gave she gave her slot away. That's what people are criticizing uh-huh. that like uh she gave her slot away. To Larry Nasser. Uh that <laughs> that like she No, I think like cuz she had a spot held for her and then decided not to compete. Exactly. Isn't, isn't she that with, the story? I but don't that even opens know the story. up that allows somebody else to. 
Like, because she's not representing America. Yeah, and then didn't the girl that took her place medal? So it's almost as if Simone Biles withdrawing allowed America to get the fucking medal. Don't the Olympics she not gets the assist on matter that. <laughs> anyway? Right. What are people pretending to care about? People yeah. just like an excuse to criticize someone who does Can more with their the lives irony, than they do. The irony of somebody who I would imagine is some sort of, it's not like some liberal, bravo, bravo. It's some sort of like right-leaning America first and right. like, she's a quitter. She doesn't represent our country. First of all, she has like dozens of medals for the country. So so whatever happened to like, uh, you know, like uh, respect, you know, your old, not your elders, fucking uh, thank you for your service. That's what I'm thinking of. Whatever right. happened to thank you for your service. And like I said, her withdrawing allowed Suni Lee or whatever to get gold because she was basically like, my fucking body's not, if I compete, I'm going to fuck it up. So I have the freedom to withdraw and allow the other people to right. lead America, which got more medals for America. That's the assist goes to Biles. Not to Let mention- Let her fucking protect her health. But ex- the, the irony of someone who's like, America first, like- All the put, psychological salute your veterans. been through and the abuse Blue Lives Matter, salute your veterans. But like somebody else who's representing the country in like an Olympic sport, quitter. It's like, what about what they already did for America? <laughs> I saw uh, Ronda Rousey chimed in and said that like everyone criticizing her doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. And, this. and then, of course, some people comment back at her of like, Ronda Rousey doesn't know shit. Ronda Rousey washed won, up cunt. She won a bron- <laughs> an Olympic bronze medal for judo in 2008. She knows exactly what she's talking it's about. It's just so much like misplaced anger because it's not... Like, if you look at the whole Simone Biles thing, it's really just unfortunate that she didn't get to perform at her normal level, which is the Jordan of fucking gymnastics, you know? Right. The best. She's the best. So it's like, and who's who's mad about that? Like, nobody, re- it, nobody really is, but they can find a way to go, look at this fucking asshole, like, letting down our country. Like, what are you talking about? No and how real- is Simone Even the Michael Biles- Shea thing, like, like him making jokes about it. It's like, we've been let down by our entertainers, and SNL should have him. What are you talking how about? How is Simone Biles, who's like in tip-top physical shape, fucking does a lot with her life and time and earns gold medals for in the Olympics for the country, how does she represent some fat fuck on Twitter? Right. That's not a representative. Yeah, somebody else who would take their fucking hat off to somebody wearing a Vietnam vet hat. I don't know. I, I feel like Olympic athleticism is a way that, like, it's not just supporting an athlete. It's, it's they are representing the country. You know. I think so. If one, you are some big America First guy, why wouldn't you be looking at like whatever gets America gold and silver medals? Like we're bringing home the best stuff. I don't. Uh, I think it was Candace Owens. Uh, I think I agreed with her statement. Was like sounds about right. Two things can be true at the same time. Is you know like, I agree with Jesse Owens. Simone Biles is a fantastic athlete who deserves to take the fucking to not compete if she doesn't want to, and also the news doesn't have to be celebrating quitting as it's some as, as if it's some sort of like success to quit. Right. It's really ultimately not that big of a deal for anyone other than Simone Biles. Right. But like it turns into this global. Like I said, I think people just love an excuse to criticize someone who does way more with their lives than they do. Of course. I mean, we do it every week on this show. Exactly. It's why you stop looking at your phone. You're just like a skater. You say that on I was the podcast you, or not? I don't know if I did, but like <laughs> sitting at home and my fucking thumb just keeps going to Instagram that I was just on for like an hour straight. And then I have to, I'm teaching myself when my thumb starts hovering to just be like, look, some beautiful girl who you're never going to fuck. Right, I already have this committed to memory. in some beautiful place that you're never going to go to. Someone who's making music that you've never even heard is doing way better than you are with your music. Some skateboarder's doing a trick you're never going to learn. That's all the feelings you're going to get by fucking clicking this dumbass app. So just don't even do it. 
Just know that before you even click it. There, that's what you got out of it. Yeah, that's not where you get your real news anyways. You know, Here's some real news from CNN.com. It says, Ashton and Mila say we don't need to bathe every day. Here's what experts say. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fucking 13-year-old me loves Michael Kelso even more now. It's so funny. I saw this. I just love the phrasing. Like, as if that that's the problem in this country is like, there are people who if like Ashton, if fucking Kelso says to use less soap, they'll be like, all right. This is are like, there? Or is this just a slow news day? Ashton and Mila say, you don't need to bathe every day. Here's what experts say. Because why would you need an expert's opinion if you trusted people were wise enough to know the appropriate amount of bathing level? I would like, still bury my nose in Mila <laughs> Kunis's stinky, unwashed, flat exactly. ass. Exactly. The less bathing, the better in that scenario. I brought um, her a pizza one time when I worked at Cortino. <laughs> Did she stink? She was like kind of making eyes at me like oh, i bet she was what's up did you go passionately rip her clothes off and bend her over the sink in the bathroom no she was no eating kissing, with her mom. no loogies oh never mind i would have though <laughs> if her mom wasn't there or if she was game <coughs> for the mother-daughter speaking menage. of woodstock 99 one time i brought tom morello a tomato soup fuck yeah <laughs> weird flex um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I'm not even trying to get into these stories. It's just funny to me. There is one story that I did kind of want to uh, get into, which is... I did see this. Uh, it just, I still it, think it's a non-story. Uh, so it's um, basically baby's homophobic comments of all this week, which have... He said some shit. At, he performed it Rolling Loud, and he just kind of like in between songs... I could probably find the exact The way quote. bigger takeaway for me of Rolling Loud was... Uh, I don't know her name. Coy Leroy. Is that it? Bars. I don't know. Coy Leroy. It's like I'm hearing the word. You for know the who first I'm talking time. about, though. Maybe the X, the double XL freestyle girl who was like, oh. "My shit was better than everyone else," and okay. her shit is like, "It's a, we make money." It's terrible. It's like karate sound effects. She's so bad. I don't know. There was some clip going around of her rolling loud, and the entire audience is standing dead still, like nobody's enjoying it. Yeah. Um. The baby. The baby, Dua Lipa says she's I don't know if I'm saying her name surprised right. and horrified by the baby's homophobic oh, remarks. Horrified. Well, they have a big song together, so she's like obligated. She's surprised though, really. Um, let me find. According, I don't know, like all those other lyrics about shooting people in the head and selling cocaine just rolled, down. rolled right off the shoulder. Do you want to jump to say the the last line of the book? <laughs> you know, like let me read the story. Uh, and then we can get into it. But yeah, uh, a few steps down the road, everything this guy says is problematic. Like everything. If you listen to his music, if they were quote unquote fans or just even had their ear to the ground a little bit, to baby, it's, it's all about rolling in the backseat with the iron tucked. It's all about just fucking killing you and your squad because he's from Charlotte and that's how they get down. Like that's right. that's my sum summary of like, I've, I've listened to baby's music. When I go running, there's some tracks I like that are like the energy I'm looking for. It is all about his gun. <laughs> it is crazy. Um, so yeah, he says some homophobic stuff. According to a video posted by TMZ, DaBaby encouraged the audience to pull their cell phone flashlights in the air if they didn't show up today. Quote, if they didn't show up today with HIV or AIDS or any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that will make you die in two or three weeks. It's just a weird request. Among further derogatory remarks about uh, the LGBTQ you plus could community. just say, everybody put your cell phone lights up. Right. And then they'll do it. But it's also, again, it's to baby where it's like, it's like Rick Ross being dropped for a put Molly in a drink and shit. No one rebucks like, what, I mean, what? Huh? Those are lyrics, though. Right. Uh, I did agree. I think Chris What's Brown of all it's people all, it's was words. like, 
Because Chris Brown, of all people, was like, uh, stop getting yourself in trouble. When you play a live show, go fucking perform your song, say thank you, and leave. Um, later Tuesday, without responding to Lipa specifically, DaBaby took to Twitter to offer an apology for his comments, albeit in a begrudging-sounding manner that stopped well short of mollifying all of his LGBTQ supportive critics. Quote, anybody who done ever been affected by AIDS, HIV, y'all got the right to be upset, DaBaby wrote. What I said was insensitive, even though I have no intentions on offending anybody. So my apologies. But the LGBT community, I ain't tripping on y'all. Do you. Y'all business is y'all business. Um, so I want to say I don't like, even know what that means Exactly Because that's a baby apology You read it And you don't even know What it means It's like It's, it's, it's y'all business Is y'all business You go zippity doo da. Okay Like I don't, I don't know Sure but What's funny is he, had, he just issued a second apology Like today And it's obvious It's not baby. You know Like the, the publicists right. Are giving it to him now There's only one more part In this I want to read real quick Blah 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 This made me laugh Well then he put up a video Like backstage of him Like laying down Talking into his phone Where he's like None of my gay fans Have AIDS None of my gay fans be sucking dick. It's like, what are you talking about? Here's this. Here's a day earlier on Monday, DaBaby attempted to defend his comments on Instagram Live per TMZ, but continued to make offensive statements. That just made me laugh. He tried to apologize, but he just couldn't stop saying funny shit. Uh, he claimed that his interaction with the crowd and getting them to put their phone flashlights up was not homophobic rant, but a, quote, call to action. Furthermore, the rapper said that his gay fans don't got fucking AIDS because they aren't, <laughs> quote, nasty or junkies. I just love that. In an attempt to apologize, DaBaby continued making Is DaBaby vetting all of his gay fans? I'm confused. Since then, though, he was supposed to perform at Lollapalooza yesterday, I think, or whatever, this weekend. They dropped him. He got dropped Aww. from... Uh, but also, I, I don't really agree with the dropping of him for all of this stuff. He got dropped from... Uh, a UK festival, he got dropped from Lala, he got dropped from Governor's Ball, and he got dropped from Day in Vegas, all in the last week, and all because of this. So, I'll, I'll, you know, Elton John speaks out and, you know, thrashes baby, and Dua Lipa scorches Did DaBaby. Did he thrash him? What did Elton John say? Like, what do you think? The same thing he said about Eminem, it's just like... They're they, probably going to fucking perform together later this year. Exactly. Um, so, here's, here's what's fucked up to me. There's more to the story. At Rolling Loud... The person on stage right before him, to my understanding, was Megan The Stallion, okay? And they have music together. Some of his biggest music is with her. And I think they even did a song together during their, like, back-to-back -back set at Rolling Loud. And after that, DaBaby brings out Tory Lanez for a song that they do together. Who, Megan The Stallion... He shot her. She has a restraining order. And she has a restraining order against him. So that's part of this story, too. And, like, that's where the fork in the road comes. It's because something was fucked up, and his, like, stage... You know, his lack of, you know, kind of Again, give a it's shit. The, it's the violence that gets fucking out of sight, out who of mind. Who cares if he has guns? Who cares if they're registered? Who cares if someone who shot the woman who was just on stage recently exactly. and who has a restraining order, he, Lips if are he sealed invites her out? On criticizing violence. That, to me, is so much worse, and people should be speaking out against the protection of, like, what? yeah, like, what does the law fucking mean then? Because she has a restraining order. They weren't... He was too close. You're too close, man. So, like, what's going to happen? Nothing, because we're all looking at the baby for saying something that the LGBTQ... Look, it was a dumbass thing to say. But, like, yeah, but when also, he's being dropped from he's everything... He's, like, a, a gangster rapper. He... And homo homosexuality is not exactly embraced in the gangster rap culture. He, you could argue he like, kind of risked Megan The Stallion's safety by bringing Tori out right. Like, right after her. And it's kind of like a slap in the face. Like, fuck you, bitch. Like, this is my homie. We're still going to work together. Even though you have, like, uh, an open lawsuit. Like, he's pleading not guilty, but she's saying, you shot me, and I'm Look, going to go to court. my name is Paul, and that's between y'all. <laughs> so it's just like, that seemed to be, instead of going 
left, you should have gone right there. You should have gone the direction of like, don't do that. Like, don't, um, you know, violate a restraining order. And maybe if you're going to look, I'm sure he says shit between songs, lyrics, or just between shit. His whole identity is like gangster rap. And I'm not saying take gangster rap off Spotify, but like when everybody is the thing that wakes everybody up, I'm just saying to the point where he's losing all of his money or just being dropped from all this shit, it will pass. He'll be fine. Totally. This is like a thing that just blows over. I didn't expect him to lose so many sets. And like that's where I start drawing like a. I know it's insensitive. I'm not surprised either, but I would, whatever, defend his right to say dumbass shit on stage at his show or whatever. But I guess it wasn't his show. It was Rolling Loud. It's an, you know. It's a separate organization. And I guess Consequences. I, you'd have to defend the rights of, I don't know, the con- the types of contracts that they had, uh, but of all the other festival promoters to say, I don't want this bad press uh, and this guy ending up saying something stupid on my stage too. Right. Um, Megan's team claims uh, that the former uh, 2019 XXL freshman is upset that Tori, who wasn't on the bill for the festival, made an appearance altogether. <laughs> on top of that, DaBaby performed after Meg on the same stage and did their collab Crybaby before bringing out Tori Lanes. After Tori exited the stage, Baby did cash shit, the other joint uh, effort he has with Megan the Stallion. So it's almost like he sandwiched Tori Lanes coming out between two songs he has with Megan, too. It almost seems like a little bit of a fuck you somehow. It's somehow a fuck you, I think. Right. You could... Uh, like take into consideration the restraining order and have maybe the Megan Thee Stallion songs in the earlier part of the set and then let her know, hey, later in my set, Tori's going to come out. Right. You know, Get, get far, far or, away. <laughs> it, or choose to stay, but just know that he, that's where he's going to be. Please, Lord, make me a bird so I can fly far. She's back there praying. Far, far away. <laughs> um, but I just think, yeah, no one's talking about that as much as the, like, it's all homophobic comments. Homophobic comments. Oh, oh. So another thing. I'm sure he's never said anything in his oh albums oh. that, that are even worse. His new music video, I can't play it because the fucking oh, yeah. internet is down. Maybe I loaded some of it. I'm just playing. Some of it's preloaded from the earlier buffer. <laughs> I think they're just tying it in because at some point he holds a sign that says AIDS. Right, but and let's see. Let's see if there's a priest holding a gun. First of all, right off the bat. All right, this is gonna take forever. Uh, jump to. Do you see the thumbnail with the AIDS sign? So now the baby's standing over a casket. I was about to say spit on the corpse. He spit in the casket, and then the next scene what did is I say it? a white lady blowing him in the lunchroom while he holds a censored sign over. Let's just watch. <laughs> He's a misogynist <laughs> and a violent person, <laughs> and no one cares. <laughs> He's pointing a gun at no, the paparazzi. <laughs> he was firing. He's handing a shank through prison bars to another person. All right, here is where the AIDS Oh, and then he shoots two people in the head. (laughs) So there's two guys arguing (laughs) on both sides of him, kind of like the electric factory silhouette thing. (laughs) Uh, And he's in between them, and then he says, like AIDS, I'll be on your ass, which is not even a clever line and won't go away. Well, where do you fuck? Okay. Where where did... Keith you Ledger the, the loogie. <laughs> <laughs> and then it doesn't go away. Not a bad line. Uh, and then he shoots He's both great. the guys in the face. 
He goes so they're down. mad that he held a sign that says AIDS, but they don't give a shit that he puts the sign down and then shoots both of the people in the face. Isn't that like a great little three second scene metaphor for the entire story of like, oh my God, the sign said AIDS. It's Why? like the word. Yes, it is. Man. <laughs> I want to see a little more of this if it won't. Uh Shit, the bed on us here. I would order my last court date. Nigga, ask, I got a pass. I tell him, no way. Bitch, we like gays. I'm on your ass. We on your ass. Bitch, we won't go away. I think I need to change the scenery. New man. <laughs> His videos are great. Who thing? Think about checking me about a hoe. Gonna see a blue flame. Off the front of the glick when I start hitting some tiny shoestrings. He's a runner. He's a track star. He's tough at nigga that rap. Ain't really that. You nigga just act hard. I came in this bitch too real. I had to chill. I almost got black balls. Just talked to my CPA. Say I'm a fool for my new black car. All the niggas who play with me who dead. Them niggas ain't wanna live. She gave me here and they was given when it was supposed to get. Oh, that's a hook? No way. <laughs> I did not see that's that. the title of the song. <laughs> so wordy. <laughs> he is a very, very wordy rapper, but it works with his style. Yeah, yeah. He kind of owns the flow. He has some songs that I like legitimately enjoy. And yeah. then there's a lot where I like, I can't even understand how he could let that leave the studio. It's like, this isn't even fucking on beat. When we were on tour with Stevie, uh, when Kirk dropped, we smoked that joint that got us all way too high. Yep, yep. Uh, and I was driving was like time. the only thing keeping me from having a panic attack was like controlling the the steering wheel, yep. and just like just keep controlling and don't crash. And it kind of calmed me down. But we listened to Kirk, and I was like zoning. It was fun. It's a good time. I remember it fondly. I just don't think I've heard a baby song that didn't not only mention but rather revolve around like revolvers firing at the ops at people exactly. Um, but anyways, uh, moving. I on. digress. I can, we can move on, you guys. Uh huh. Uh huh. So what do we want to do? I don't. Do you have any obituaries? Oh, bitch! Do I? <laughs> uh, uh, a couple guys died. Who? I just want to drink because I'm so upset about the internet fucking up the next half of the show because I want to play these voicemails. Maybe some of them will let us hear it, but I feel like, why would it? Why the fuck would it work? You know? Uh, I think we have a couple to choose from here. That's the assumption. Why would it fucking work? Can maybe do I bet it starts working when we, when we end, when we don't need it to work, but you know. This guy's young. TikTok star. Nice. Noise. Died in Corona. California uh, of what? Oh, been so much worse. He was shot. He could have lived with Corona <laughs> anywhere. Um, can I get this wild Whoa! turkey? Whoa! Some TikTok star was killed in a movie theater at a screening of The Forever Purge. What? Was it like a John Holmes or whoever situation? Joker guy? Like someone... John Holmes. John Holmes was the big dick guy. What uh, was his name? Jack something? James? James Holmes? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> he probably has a big dick, too. Fucking idiot who dyed his hair orange when the Joker has, like, green um, hair. So, no, did somebody, like, attack a theater, or did, I guess it, so. did he Let's have, Google. like, an aneurysm and just croak? How'd this happen? No, he got shot. Just him? Forever Purge. There's a, so, I put in Forever Purge, and it says shooting, and then I put in SH, and it changes to Forever Purge Showtimes. <laughs> Forever Purge shooting. Uh... Look at me. Dad confronts man accused of killing his daughter at Forever Purge from Jesus Christ. Um, sounds like he shot more than one person. Damn. Two dead. Two more dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> God damn. 19 and 18. That's terrible. 
yeah, I think it was just those two. But didn't you say that you hate TikTok and that you hate all that's things TikTok? That's not who I'm drinking to. Okay. I thought, I mean, that's who I poured these for, so disregard. Yeah, we're going to drink those to Dusty Hill, bass player of ZZ Top. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, we don't need, who needs internet? Never a huge ZZ Top fan, but come on, they deserve some respect. Rock and roll legends with the big long beards. They would spin the guitar around, you know? Hardly knew ye. Hardly knew ye. I really couldn't name a song past Lagrange. What's that one? I think it's Lagrange. No, no, there's another one. Our buddy Ryan Burkett. Oh, Tush. Tush. I think ZZ Top was Tush. I was Tush say, rocks, dude. Put on some Tush. Let me get that. For this shot. I was going to say, I remember that because when we were in Florida, our buddy Ryan, who's been on the podcast, I remember him saying, we we're talking about like karaoke songs. Like, what would be your song? He's like, oh, Tush every time. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I didn't know what it was. And I was. And then as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, I know do, this song. Do, do, Dazing and Fuse soundtrack. I doggy. didn't know the name of it. All right, I let's reclink the right way. <laughs> Hardly knew you. I ain't asking for much. Mm. <laughs> I'm just looking for some touch. Hearing this song, like growing up or whatever, I never put the lyrics together. I didn't like, know I'm just looking for some touch. Yeah. And now you hear that and you're like, this song fucking rules. Uh, I look for tush. As one with, with some Jewish heritage, I respect the use of the word tush. Love it. Yeah. Tush. Big word in my household. Uh, offshoot of Tuchus. Yeah. Kicking tush Kiss and licking bush. Kicking tush, licking bush, baby. Mouth. mouth also, mouth. the drummer of can, Slipknot died, but I was never a big Can you look up if Bush has a song called Mouth or Slipknot guy? Or just look up the soundtrack for um, the remake of American Werewolf and whatever it was, Paris, or I guess they, they took it somewhere else for the remake, right? Is this Mouth? No, it's a. Uh Corey Feldman in the Goonies. His character's name is Mouth. So it is. <laughs> Dick Donner, R.I.P. Turn this shit up. You gave me. Skip ahead. Skip ahead. Skip ahead to the mouth part where he goes mouth, 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 mouth. Come on with the drop, mouth. Skip, it's got to be like three quarters in, like towards the end. Go, the go. guitar is gearing up for a drop here. Yeah, dropped out. Yeah, 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 yeah. American Werewolf, baby! <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Woo! Mouth, mouth, mouth. He's having sex in a graveyard. He's turning into a werewolf. He's in Paris. Mouth, mouth. Yeah, I Bush had Bush's really was CD a, when I was a kid. What's a up? less exciting British Nirvana. Mouth. Who really Fuck flopped yeah. with their Country Joe and the Fish reference? It would suck. Ninety nine. 
I don't know who you were going to recommend. I actually do know who you're going to re- recommend this week. But just like last week, I'm steering in another direction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowing it. Hold on. Let's finish the obits. I feel like... Uh, uh, the drummer of Slipknot died, but I've never been a, a Slipknot fan. Uh, not that it makes me happy. Of course not. I uh, I never much... Yeah, I, I like they were just. Uh, I did like Corn and the Limp Biscuit and the Kid Rock and all of that, like you know, rage, rap metal shit of like the Woodstock '99 era. But yeah, Slipknot was too rage. Like it was too far bizarre for me. I can't believe they did Alanis Morissette. I think I gave him a shot. Alanis Morissette played and then into Limp Biscuit, Rage Against the Machine, Metallica. Metallica after that. That's crazy. What a fucking like. Aggressive. Even even Alanis Morissette starting it, it's like that kicks ass. Then when they showed the clip, uh, and she's playing uh, ironic, uh, but they're doing it really slow, and I was like, this this drop is gonna be sick, and it was. Yeah. It's like Ryan. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're like, it wasn't our plan to only book three women, and then they point out how like each woman was was scheduled on a different day like they had a quota to fill it's absolutely looked like they only <laughs> plan to have the bare minimum how the fuck are you gonna do limp biscuit rage against the machine metallica as a saturday night closer and not sunday night you know it's like all of the aggressive it's the apex of aggression yeah and then sunday jewel has to play at like 5 p.m right. while everyone's like trampled out from the night before so exhausted from the night before the last three nights it was like wasn't she the last day yeah it That's, started on Thursday. They, the, yeah, theme of that movie too was like by the end it was like you could just feel the you know the breaking point yeah, it's in like everybody. All festivals. Yeah, by yeah. Sunday it's like I'm fucking exhausted. I got heat stroke. I've been tripping all week. Did you have any more um, obituaries? Uh. Because I have one that's like really, it's it's a, just an excuse to take another shot. But I felt it was significant. Some old uh, Native American actor died who played the Lone Rangers. What's Johnny doing now? This guy was in Airheads. This guy was in Airheads. Brendan Fraser is alive. Oh, by the way, don't be spooked. One of the things I watched while you had COVID was um. No Sudden Move with Fat Brendan Fraser. It was good. Good movie. I liked it. Soderbergh does not make bad movies. Yeah, I remember he's I was a, like... He's <laughs> in the club of his worst movie is better than most people's I was like, best. what did you like about it? And you're like, they used this lens where like the corners were like all blurry. I like that. It was and cool. I, I did like it. It was like fisheye. It made me laugh like that That was your take. Yeah, it was an ultra wide. Honestly, I think it's similar to like the... Similar to the lens we used on Even Keel, which is the... A little bit. The most ultra wide sides. lens that we've had. So when the camera turns, it almost looks like the um the what you're trippy. what you're seeing in the frame is like a panoramic. Trippy. You know, it kind of stretches so out. Trippy. It looks like right. like the car is getting longer as the camera's turning. So it's very unique. And yeah, Soderbergh just stylized. Cast, ensemble cast was great. I Even thought uh, Fat Brendan Fraser. You know, he played the part. Kieran Culkin was great. I like him. I watched uh, Succession last year, and like he's Kieran. one of the best parts. Um, is, he, is he the most on Culkin? Isn't that wild? Probably. There was Rory. Rory had signs. That was it. Right. And I didn't realize there was a third one until Succession. And he, he's crushing it now. He was just in... Uh, he was... Um, no, it was probably that. I was like, I just saw him in something. A That's few the years ago, <laughs> they did a, a mini-series on Waco. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and he that. was in that. I like him. I thought that mini-series was pretty well done. There was a few corny elements that I wasn't crazy yeah. on. They used a lot of people from uh, Boardwalk Empire. Michael Shannon was great. I thought the guy who played David Crush was pretty good. Anywho, uh, this one, this might be like a couple years you know, beyond your time, but I saw Thea White, voice of Muriel on 
Courage the Cowardly Dog. Ian watched Courage the Cowardly Dog. And he was my age. Yes. Your brother who was my age. Because I, I watched Courage, you know? Wasn't that like the earliest stage of Adult Swim? Um, I don't know. It was Cartoon Network. Uh, I don't know if it started there, but I, I watched I'm Courage sure the Cowardly Dog, there. but mainly uh, when Ian would put it on. Right. It wasn't a, a thing. It's one I of those things. Even towards. like, uh, what was that one with like. Um, it was a weird show. The one with John Lovitz where it was like Dr. Katz. The Critic. The Critic. Um, and then there was another one with like the uh, like the duck. Cow and Chicken? No, no, no. Before that, it was like, um, damn, what was it? IR Weasel? No, no, no. See, again, you're a couple years younger. This is something where it was <laughs> Ed, like. Ed and Eddie. No, the song, he was like a... Dexter's fuck. Laboratory. It was a duck, God damn it. <laughs> uh, anyways, Thea White, uh, an actor best known for voicing sweet-natured Scotswoman Muriel Bug on uh, Cartoon Networks. There you go. Courage the Cowardly uh, Dog died July 30th. She was 81. White's brother, John Zitzner, announced the news of White's Zitzner. death on his Facebook page, writing that White had died two days after undergoing Zitzner. a second surgery related to liver cancer. L- liver. Uh, liver. Liver. Liver alone. Cancer. Um, but yeah, this is like, uh, I do recognize, oh shit, you have the fucking, the cord. <laughs> hey yo. But yeah, I, I do recognize the voice, um, even hearing it now. I remember the old man. Eustace, I'll get to making dinner. Soon as I'm done cooking that I mean, you want to drink another shot of whiskey or not? Of course I do. <laughs> so, R.I.P., we hardly knew ye. Like, like, hardly knew ye. What was that fucking duck show? Somebody listening, send me next week with the fucking duck show. If you're 33 or 34 out there, I started getting like, uh, like depressed, just like Uh sitting inside for so many days. Yeah, uh, listen to Sabbatical episode 180. I was watching. I know a thing or two. I started. I like cried a little to the Sopranos when Pauly finds out that his aunt is his mom. You blew it! You suck! And even further Sopranos references. I had just watched the episode where Carmela is getting all hormonal, and she cries to a pedigree dog commercial, and she's like, "What is wrong with me?" And I did the same thing. I'm watching Pauly tell off his his. I guess his aunt, who he's always thought was his mom, and he's like, you're a fucking liar. Yeah. And I was like, t- welling up, and I was like, what is wrong with me? I've seen this episode. T- I mean, the acting's great. The writing's great. Dude, it doesn't matter. It doesn't... Like, <laughs> but I, I'm like, I think I've been inside too long. I'm just like... No, I get it. I, it doesn't matter how many times I've seen that. That's I'm like, feeling like my life means nothing right now. Yeah. I like... I've, I've said a thousand times, I get emotional like at the end of fucking... like When someone wins big money on a game show, and then their family runs out to them. I'm just like... Like I wish I had a family and money. <laughs> I wish I want a hatchback on prices, right? Before before we move on, I forgot like basically the whole reason I brought up that the baby story. We we did a great job. We covered it. Crushed it. However, just like last week talking about shit nugget, some of the people on um oh and I never I, I wanted to get to his second apology. I'm a little my brain's going all bluey on me today, you guys. It's been a we had that Zoom episode fuck everything up last week, and now we're getting our groove back. Um, uh, excuse me. So anyways, he had that like, y'all business is y'all business. I ain't tripping on y'all, whatever. Um, and then he had another apology today. Wait, I that think was, the business is being mad at you right now. Uh, his apology from today reads. I think that's who you're apologizing to. Social media moves so fast. 
that people want to demolish you before you even have the opportunity to grow, educate, and learn from your mistakes. As a man who has had to make his own way from a very difficult circumstance, having people I know publicly working against me, knowing that what I needed was education yeah, on these topics and guidance has been challenging. I appreciate the many people who came to me with kindness, who reached out to me privately to offer wisdom, education, and resources. That's what I needed, and it was received. I want to apologize to the LGBTQ plus community for the hurtful and triggering comments I made. Again, I apologize for my misinformed comments about HIV and AIDS, and I know education. <laughs> I, I apologize for my <laughs> triggering comments. <laughs> Love to all. Not the comments about pulling <laughs> triggers in people's faces. <laughs> exactly. Love to all. God bless. Dot baby. And it's like that is, is there a hundred? Such... Is there a one hundred emoji? No, that's wasn't a dead him. Giveaway. Not him. <laughs> Reeks of publicists. <laughs> you got first off. You got like I had no intention of defending anybody. My apologies, but to the LGBT, they added the Q plus for him. You know that was the publicist. You think you left off a couple letters, baby? The plus sign. <laughs> I think uh, there's like demisexual now. You got to add that. There's but here's like the best the part. Here's the best part, dude. Everybody thinks they're like funny on Twitter. Like it's pathetic. You don't even know they have. Look at I some know. of it. <laughs> it's all I've been looking at for the okay, past Okay, well week. then, here, pop quiz. What are people doing on Twitter with this? Um, basically, the baby apologized. What is the trending hashtag? Depology. You already saw it. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> it's depology. You, you almost kind of said it. You slipped and said, I fucked it up. Depaby. No, I mean, yes. really. yeah, yeah, thank you. I hit the wrong one. So, anyways, but it goes beyond. Here, here's some tweet captions that I saved. Here's somebody. It says, It's fuck the baby, the apology, the music, and the fans forever. Here's another one. The baby can shove the apology up the ass. I hate y'all. Here's another one. The baby issued the apology and is still going to lose the bookings. Here's another one. The baby just got deported by the world and lost all of the bookings. Now he da put, bookings. Now he put out the apology. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing what the guy already did. And tried right to, before you. And tried to play the victim. Here's another one. The baby, the bookings, and the apology is trending so all at the same duh. time. Instead of the, you use duh. They hit That's it. They hit the That's wallet. The they hit the wallet, and now comes the apology. The baby gave us the bullshit with the apology because he fumbled the bag for embracing the bigot. And now he's going to act like he's depressed. The fuck out of here. <laughs> right, that was the best one because of the depressed. <laughs> yeah, depressed. That was the most clever. Yeah, somebody's got to actually bring I it home. I hate the internet, but dude, dude. that was five I screenshotted. There are hundreds, Every time I see something hundreds. funny and great, I go... I love the internet. You know how people are like, the, the apology. internet's undefeated? Where'd you get that? Can I use that? Most of it sucks. The apologies. He, the shit nugget gave out a, the apology. Where'd you come up with that? Because that's mostly what I do uh, when I'm like, you know, sequestered <laughs> inside and I just sit on social media. I go to the comments all the time. I just observe comments. You go to the da, da comments. Because it fascinates me to see what da people are saying. <laughs> He's da fascinating. And, and that like people think they're funny. And then, like, I'm the funniest. You see a post that you think is like the epitome of not funny, but then you go to the comments. The and epitome. It's like, Thousands of people thought this was fucking great, and yeah. I'm like, I'm baffled, I'm and the I just greatest. have to, I have to keep clicking and exploring it. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw the. It's the bag got the fumbled and the apology. <laughs> it sucks. You can't just put da before everything and it'd be like, oh, like, again, where trends are made. I'm it's part of the trend, so it works. I'm rolling. <laughs> this has me. This is sending me right now. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm da dead. Weak. <laughs> All right. So uh, we should move on, and we should probably get a little highly for. <laughs> Let me get this.
this. A recommendation, which, you know what? I put in the word. Acumeno had to fucking, um, you know, steer the ship last week. No offense to Love. No. Great album. I actually, I'm, I'm a little upset at how overshadowed Love got, but it's mostly the Zoom, <laughs> the inability to actually play the songs. <laughs> no, you do your job. You recommended a good album, but, you know. It's so good. I, I was... I have put on... Uh, anyways. You, you go ahead. Here we go. Uh, that is the intro song. We didn't use the, the intro to the obits thing either. You didn't play that. Oh my God, I forgot all about it. Pour another like half a shot and play that and let's just, you know. Twist my arm. <laughs> let's go. There was a, there was a <laughs> shooting at the Forever Purge. I guess we need to take a shot. I mean, not for nothing, but his life mattered. I'm talking about the shooter. Some TikTok star. Speaking of TikTok stars, I watched um, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. I had a card last week. I'm sorry, uh, Obit Song Guy. I totally forgot. Uh, and on the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship card last week, they had three fights that were boxing matches with like influencer versus influencer. Ooh. And one of them was Blueface versus a TikTok guy. Did he get his face blown off? Unfortunately, the TikTok guy is a total wimp who doesn't know how to throw a punch, and Blueface won. Uh, and then at the end, they had, like manufactured some... It, it was totally staged, uh, but like some fan jumping into the stage or into the ring. And I, you can watch the video. I watched it back, and all it I is... I can't watch the video. It's fucking some, internet. It's like some guy standing in front of Blueface with the BKFC... Uh, manager guy, like their Dana White guy, uh, standing in between them. And the guy apparently says, I want to fight you too or something, which is not an offensive thing to Whoa, say. Bono Edge? To, Why? To somebody who just <laughs> fought a boxing match. Wow. Clearly, they're just saying, I would like to box you too. Hold on, real quick. For, my, for me, for that joke. You suck! Went right over my head. <laughs> it's uh, and then where the, it belonged. And then Blueface... <laughs> Like, hits the guy, and then the manager dude, like, steps in between them, and then all the announcers go, a fan just ran into the ring and threw a punch at Blueface! Oh, my God! Which is not what happened. Oh, my God! And then more to the fucking point of hating the internet is, like, that all the internet, the comments are like, someone jumped in the ring and swung it. Like, no, we didn't. The fan just jumped in the ring and threw the punch. But here I am, <laughs> buying into the staged fucking... You know, manufactured controversy, and I'm right. talking about it. It was super gay. Should we take this uh, to the TikTok guy or to um, Uriah Hall's title shot? Oh my God, Uriah oh. Hall's never gonna fight for the title, dude. Oh, let's take a 37 shot. 37 years old, and Sean, Sean Strickland just pieced him up <laughs> for five straight rounds. It was crazy. <sighs> Cheers. We hardly knew ye. Uriah I know, what, I know what to get term talking. And he's the kind of guy who's like, he takes one step forward, two steps back. Uh, and this is like, I hate that now there's so many like casual, even the word casual has become a casual ass thing that's used on the internet. Oh, you're to blame now. You're uh, using it casually. But, but the people are like, once a guy who's in his thirties loses a fight, they're like, they should retire. You should retire. Just retire already. Yeah. I'm not even saying that. I just feel like that messed up his, his, uh, ascension to where he was on his way. His last performance, he fucking took Chris Weidman out without throwing a strike. He just stood there and he won. He's like, I just beat the former champ. Former champ. <laughs> and his performance before that was TKOing Anderson Silva, former champ. It's like, the guy's great. 
Yeah, he's like, I can take on anybody. Even and then though Strickland was like, well, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, he's got even though uh, his last two fights before it, Anderson Silva on a decline and Chris Weidman, like no strikes were thrown except one that broke his own. Obviously, leg, so. you got to say what you got to say, but I do find it <clears throat> weird that it, like I saw the little promo piece about the fight and he was like, look, I just beat the former champ. And I was just exactly. like, he didn't do anything. Exactly. He there and he broke his leg. I think, I think <laughs> you, you became the only person to win a fight without throwing one strike. But again, like you get to say that. So why would you? That's, that sounds better. And it's like, you well, earned it. Before you did that, beat him. You did beat him. Anderson Silva, who has a false. better resume than Chris Weidman. Right. Even though Chris Weidman knocked him out twice. Absolutely. Well, knocked him out once and... He broke his leg on Chris yeah, once. I, I, like, I never end up doing any unless me and you get together to watch a fight, I never end up doing anything on a Saturday anymore. It's kind of like a sad, older, aging gentleman perspective. Saturday like, I don't is have card day. For, right. I don't it's have like, fight day, But if baby. I don't watch a fight, it's like I don't have someone like, hey, you want to It's empty feeling. Up? Yeah, I don't have that anymore. I start to cry at Sopranos episodes. So I got drunk alone and watched like the whole card. I was drunk by the Uriah fight. But You know what? I should have invited you uh, to watch. I watched with Taggy for the first time in forever. But weren't you up... Uh, I went up north. Yeah. Uh, but I was thinking about how, like, then we're just going to fucking get out all the Woodstock and baby and stuff, and it's not going to be natural <laughs> on Monday. No, I still watched. Uh, I also... I uh, thought it was a good card. People were shitting on the card. You had three knockouts in a row. My picks sucked. That doesn't mean the card's bad. I didn't necessarily agree with the Kai Kamaka majority draw. Bullshit. That was bullshit. That was and bullshit. And at least one judge saw it the right way. Right. He got so he fucking poked the guy in the eye, right? And then her he got warned. Like, One more, I'm gonna take a point. And, and then, then the thing that took the point was not an infraction. Was the first nut shot, even though it was ten seconds later. But still, it's like you didn't warn him about a nut shot. You shouldn't be taking Dude, a point. For I don't a nut really shot. buy that it was nuts. It like, was also like the I, solar plexus. I understand they're it so was the close. Pubis. It was clearly like yeah, the pubis. It touched the cup. It was just under the belly button, it, but it was so close. I think and he just the had cup. the fucking uh, eye poke sympathy. He kind of like went down quick. And the I was thing like, with the cup, Kai won the fight. Is, is what that, I'm saying. Like <laughs> it doesn't have to be a visible shot to the balls. Where if you hit the cup hard enough in the wrong spot, the cup is what hits your balls. Yep, yep. And and you know. A fucking flick can hurt worse than a punch. I also saw the last couple of Kai Kamaka fights. Like I remember I him, like and Kai I was Kamaka like, I like this guy. And then seeing the the he's outcome, a, I was like, did he really need to lose that point? I'm pretty sure he's a contender series Boy. dude. I like I like Hawaiian fighters. Uh, that guy Punahela from gay. last week, Max Holloway. <laughs> he loves the cop. I also uh, the other day I watched Saving Silverman and it's funny to hear all of the lines. <laughs> it's literally half the board. I know. It, like there's there's lots of other movies that take up the other half. But dude, Saving it's Silverman funny to is hear like, them, half like in of real the whole. time. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking love that movie. It's so good. Uh, anyways. Snuck up on him while he was taking a whiz. <laughs> Um. Here now. Now that everything is back in order. Oh snap! We have a PO box. Fuck. Too. Let's do that. Let's do no, it. No, no, do this. Oh, you go that no, way. No, let's do this. You go that way. I go this way. <laughs> no, no, do that. Yo, it's it's Play. both. Both things are your bit, kind of. The PO box. All right, then I'm keeping whatever came in the mail. No, the PO box is a thing that you're supposed to like reinstall. I bought that one. What is that? We'll find out. You bought it for. I okay. don't know why. All right, so we have three packages, and we're going to get to them after this. Highly recommended. That is 
Preservation Society. Ladies and gentlemen, this week's highly recommended album is the sixth studio album by The Kinks. Woohoo! The Kinks are the Village Green Preservation Society. It's a collection of vignettes about English life. Because in the British invasion of the 1960s, the Kinks really weren't embraced like the Rolling Stones and the Beatles. I've always uh, liked the Kinks. I've never gone super deep, but like I just I've put them on several times just as like a it's in my head and I want to hear that. Influenced so many bands. They have so many hits that even if you've never if you don't know the name, you know the songs. Everybody's heard Lola. Oh yeah. Um, but they weren't they weren't so much embraced by American society the way that the Beatles and the Stones were, uh, and kind of as a result, this album was crafted to channel British nostalgia and uh, to resonate amongst a Brit- uh, British listening. <clears throat> a village green is like a British park. It's the green for that village, you know? This is a front to backer. I'll say it. I'll say it. There's really no bad songs on this album. I will say that the first side A, the first half, is stronger. Uh, But it's a front to backer. It's the front to backer. You got Johnny Thunder. Johnny! Johnny. Thunder, <coughs> I read was a um, big influence on Pete Townsend that Pete Townsend has used this riff. Oh, snap. You're only getting half of it right now. We're not getting lyrics. Yeah, that's what happens when we switch it up sometimes. No, it's it's only one half of the, uh, you know. Stereo mix or whatever. Johnny Thunder lives on water. Duty lightning. Duty lightning. Rudel doodle. <laughs> duty booty. Wait a minute, he didn't say duty lightning. Dude, the shits I took la, la, after la, la, I got la, drunk, la. after I watched UFC do, and drank do, whiskey do, alone, do, I had a bunch do. of jalapeno poppers like by myself, yeah. and then I. What a, I ate like a salmon dinner after those, and then I ate like leftover breadsticks, had my, like, gummy bears. The COVID next day, shits. the next day, doo doo lightning, dude. It was crazy. <laughs> I had such a fucked yeah, up COVID stomach yesterday. Yeah, COVID had me like barfing out of my ass. <laughs> Whoo! I didn't even have COVID, but boy, I just uh, had, I had to, a uh, cheat day on Saturday. <laughs> had to make myself some chia pudding to keep my shit together. Johnny Thunder, sick song, last of the steam powered trains. Sounds like a CCR song. Hell yeah. What's this song called? Last of the Steam Powered Trains. Mohicans. Hell yeah. Yeah, there's like songs like this one that I don't even really know well. And then as soon as I hear it, I'm like, yup. Kinks did it again. I'm going to go ahead and say it. And it's not going to be popular. I'm, you know what? I'm not proud of it. 
I like the Kinks more than the Beatles. Of the fashions. I, I never went super deep on either, but I love the Kinks, dude. And this just sounds like the Beatles. <laughs> Yeah, I can't agree with that. It's it, I just like him a lot. But I all. but I also I can't call it an asinine thing to say. Yeah, you know me though. Just even looking at me, this guy who you know you know my Beatles intake compared to your Beatles intake. I grew over up the on years. the Beatles. I grew up with Breakfast with the Beatles on the yeah, radio. I didn't grow up with it the same, but obviously uh, like I was familiar. Watching the movies with my grandma and shit. Like no, the Beatles I didn't have, have any of that. The Beatles will always be. The number one musical presence in my life, even if I go fucking weeks without listening to the Beatles. Even when it like when it comes down to typing out either name into my Spotify in my life, I've typed it out more. The Kinks to find something to listen to than I have the Beatles. That's just math. <laughs> of course. Yes. What spawned this recommendation in the first place? Is Picture Book the most streamed al- song on the album? I've heard you play this on like tour rides for years. For years. Like, I've. It's not the. It's not recently that I heard you playing it driving on the road, but. It was recently I finally sacked up and asked. And I was like, all right, what is this song? It's so fucking good. I went over to my neighbor's house uh, last week and she had some, she was like, I found some cocaine. You guys want to do some cocaine? We were like, all right. And then she was also like, here, you do one line and then it was like, you don't got to twist my arm, lady. Here's the thing. Every single time I've done cocaine this year, which is literally only maybe two or three times, I didn't like any of them. I didn't like any of them. And whatever she had was good. (laughs) That's why I didn't like the other ones. (laughs) It was great. This wasn't good. It's but funny. Anyways, how, uh, anyways, she she also yeah. went like one line in. She's like, "Hey, do you want to listen to music?" And I go like, "Nah." And then I went, "You know what? Give me that fucking thing." And I put on picture book. This is and cocaine, I, dog. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a cocaine. I put jam, on a lot son. more stuff. With I started here, dude. <laughs> Shout out my neighbor. La, 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 la. Uh, I was gonna say it's funny how like two years ago the big public health worry for me was fentanyl yep. and cocaine. Uh, and now that COVID fucking overtook the spot publicly. Yeah. Cocaine over I don't, COVID. <laughs> you should just make a tweet now. I don't even think <laughs> about fucking the dangers of fentanyl or anything Who when cares? someone offers me a line. YOLO. I just, I'm like, uh, let me use my own dollar bill because you might have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> oh, we're all going to die. Dooby dooby doo doo. Dooby dooby doo. I find it fascinating that, uh, fascinating, I guess, just surprising. The fascination. That You Really Got Me is more popular than Lola on Spotify. Uh, I don't find it fascinating. I kind of get it. Put on You Really Got Me, as if anyone needs to hear it. If you, Come on, If you dude. don't know if you know who the kinks are. This is how you know you know. You know this song. If you know, you know. You know this song. Girl, you really got me going. You got me so I don't know what I'm doing. But you also know Lola. 
This is more cinematic because of obvious reasons. It's also progressive. Wasn't this... Um, it's about a trans lady. Oh, no. I was thinking of Layla in Goodfellas. I thought for a second this was... I mixed up Lola with Layla for a second. I was trying to picture the dumpster scene in Goodfellas with this song. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. You could re-edit that scene <laughs> with Lola. Yo. <laughs> TPS Reports yeah, Podcast at gmail.com. Re-edit the Goodfellas Layla scene with Lola and let's play it next week. Lola. I could do it, but I don't want to. Crunchy in the garbage truck. Should it be about that pink Cadillac? <laughs> anyway, this isn't the Village Green Preservation Society. No, no, it isn't. Um other other songs la, Ani- la, 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 Animal la, Farm la. Kicks Ass Big Sky Great song Do 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 Riddle diddle do doodle doodle Duty lightning Duty lightning Duty lightning They have songs that kind of like remind me of a lot of British bands like the Toy Dolls I think they were super inspirational in British rock and roll. What would you say was their year, their year duration? Like 19 what to 19 what that they were active making music? I guess you could probably find out looking at their discography on probably, there. Probably, like, I don't know of any 80s kinks. So you're thinking all before that? Yeah. There was nothing after 1979. music? This is the last album with the original lineup. Yeah. Um... I mean, obviously, they have releases past the 70s. Oh, my God. They have, like, 80s albums. Wow. The album covers even look 80s. Word of mouth. Mouth. State of confusion. Mouth. Look at how mouth. 80s that looks. Hell, yeah. No way. That was made in the 80s, dude. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's so 80s. I didn't know there was 80s kinks, and I really... Uh, I've never been... That into Play the a little kinks. 80s kinks just for us real quick. Let's just see what the wow. 80s kinks. Just jump to a track or whatever the highest streamed on that album, perhaps. You know, let's just see what they sounded like. I'm guessing pretty similar. I bet they didn't make a big Devo left turn. There's going to be synthesizers. You think they went Devo synth? <laughs> Look at this cover. Come on. Synth. Synth immediately. This is synth. Still could sound a whole lot more 80s. Love it. Better than the Beatles. Still kind of sounds like the Clash. (laughs) This is not bad. Like, this is not too 80s. Yeah, yeah. Clash comparison is on point. Totally. Very Clash. This one looks really 80s, too. Word of mouth. 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 <laughs> it's still got, like, rock roots. It's, this, it's is, not... this is very Jack White. <laughs> Fell in love with a girl. <laughs> he ripped off them. It's not the same. Uh, but it's still not, like... Like fucking 80s ass. You spin me right round, baby, right round. That's why I don't round. like it. I uh, like my 70s music to stay in the 70s and my 80s music to remain disco. It looks like that, um, their last studio release might have been 93. 
All right. Well, I'm gonna need you to wrap it up because I'm gonna go take a quick piss and we're gonna do whatever whatever we can do on the fan voicemails. This week, take it home, baby. Highly recommended album is the Village Green Society Preservation Society. Sorry, by the Kinks. All right, check it out. Good shit. Anyway, we got packages. Let's cut open these packages. Packages. I picked these up before the tour. I forgot to bring them into the hotel room. I actually believe I know who ago. these are from. Could be wrong, but I believe it's our boy Jeffy. Because um, he, he hit us up and was like, did you get those books I sent? These feel thin and book-like. They feel like books. They feel like paperbacks. Literally every time. Do we have scissors over there? Oh, they do? Okay. I'm the chucklehead. Wait a second. I'm the chucklehead. Mine is open. There you go. Yours is open. One, two. What if there were picture books? Unearth it! Oh, the DVD that never made it, he sent in book form. Harvey. He's a big fan. But we got the Blu ray. Oh, did we? Oh, yeah. No, we got... Um, we don't have a Blu-ray player, though. We have a Blu-ray Harvey. It's like over here. Oh, right. But he sent another one that I we think didn't he sent get. Being There. That's the one. I and in my up. hand is the book of Being There. Okay. Which I did watch. Uh, that was one of those great films I'd always heard of, but Haven't never seen either still. Sorry, Jeff. Uh, but it took him saying that the DVD didn't get here for me to watch Being There. Um, thank you. I told uh, you. These just, have actually been sitting on the counter for weeks. So I just, uh, we finally opened them. And I actually, I, I tried to, uh, I, I started reading um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest as my last book. I actually read book a month for, we talked about it last year, and we were both kind of reading about that study. I was just thinking about how I totally fell off Same. But also, for good reason, like where... When where, the pandemic ended. Right. And it, first of all, stuck it's not place. over. We're all going to be stuck inside again by the end of the year. That's my prediction. Probably. But, um, like, yeah, when it started, like, up. when it started uh, shifting to where it felt like we could book some shows and we have been we've been we did square dance tour and we're working on you know we got the chicago release show we got other stuff once it got back to working on that because it was literally like an option to work on it like places were letting you play there right yeah that went there went my reading time so um today i literally as a separation from losing my shit about how my internet's been out all afternoon and i was Aww. like you know what i don't need it's not <laughs> about needing it's for the fucking show dude yeah i know i don't care about my internet being out other than i guess i can't stream like a movie because my you know all right wi-fi being down means no netflix either so it's like all right what, what do i do i've been reading lately and i was fine with it and then i started tr- and a second page in reading is i grabbed nice. a bookmark again i was just like my head was but incapable of letting me read today you can't it was read so mad at the internet like <laughs> like three four hours in a row like you can watch tv yeah and and at this point we're already almost done with the podcast and like we we made it work we plugged into your phone, and one of my oh, of things course. was preloaded. Maybe the voicemails will suck, but I started. Uh, it's conf- fine. I didn't need to spend two hours seething. Confederacy of Dunces, <laughs> which you recommended to me, my dad recommended to me. Yeah, I read that a long time ago, and I, but I still consider it probably one of the you know top ten books that I've read. Read the first hundred pages in one sitting. Uh, I'm liking it. I'm liking it very much. Yeah. But yeah, I was thinking how uh, I took like, one I'm of like those... nine pages into Cuckoo's Nest, and I don't even know. Like, I felt literally today, I felt like, can I read? Like, can I read a book? Isn't it from the chief's perspective? It's impossible. I don't. I'm not far enough in to <laughs> validate that. 
I think it is. I was so upset, dude. Uh, yeah, I took at the beginning of the year, though, I took one of those fucking douchey, self-absorbed pictures of all the books I read last year, and I never posted Ew, it. I never posted you it. You did? I never posted it, though. Oh, I'm gay. I never posted no, it. Oh, you want to be gay? Fine. No problem. Holy cow. You took a picture of all the books you read? Yeah, in a stack. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Back to what we said at the beginning of the show. Gets, I had the thought, yeah, but I never took worse. the picture. You worse. laid the, you took the picture, but you never worse. posted. One of them I lent to my girlfriend, so I didn't have it on me. So I took a different book and I put masking tape over the spine and I wrote the title to the one I didn't have on me. Start over. <laughs> Start over and say it again. I, you said it too fast for me to even register how fucking gay that is. What one, did you just say? One of them I had lent to my girlfriend, so I didn't... One of the books you read of your 12 yeah. or whenever you read last year. Um, the one about the Mossad. Uh, what was it called? The Mossad. <laughs> <laughs> da Mossad. Not Amistad. Da Mossad. <laughs> Okay, so who cares? What did no, you who fuck? Cares? You put tape over uh, the title of that book. No, no, no. I or of another book. The book to my girlfriend. So for the picture, I didn't have it on me. Mm-hmm. So I took a different book and I put masking tape over the spine and wrote in uh, By Way of Deception. It's a book about the Mossad, the making of a, of a Mossad, the making and unmaking of a Mossad. You officer. actually think anybody who may have seen this photo would have cared whether or not the book? Well, that's was a the book ru- I wanted to include. It was a, it was a good one. If you're gonna, but again, take my picture as a recommendation. You're being selfish. Think about the viewer of your Instagram's perspective. Would anybody it's have looked at that and I be know. like, that's why I said I it. wish I knew that the right book title were included in this photo." You know what Eww. book? You know what book that I uh, put tape over the spine of to put, to pretend it was by way of deception? Candace Owens Candace Owens's book. <laughs> Boo! Boo! <laughs> I lifted my hand like the fucking hammer of Thor to hit this. <laughs> Man, you corny! I didn't even know no. what it was called. You suck! You I did are not. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, I'm not. Done. Seek no out point Candace Owens' in book. In your rambling, incoherent response. <laughs> Last of all, year, you have Candace Owens' book. Last year, I was at a red no light points. in Chicago with my girl. And may God have mercy on your and, uh, oh, I'm sorry. We noticed while we were right. sitting at this red light that there was a fire hydrant uh, right next to us, and propped up against the fire hydrant was Candace Owens' book. And we both laughed about it. And then the light was taking so long. I was like, go get this shit. Go, go grab it. <laughs> go I'll, grab take, I'll fucking read her Knowledge book. is power, girl. I'll, I'll like fucking decide for myself if I don't like this bitch or if I disagree with her. Go grab it. I mean, I've never cracked it, but. Yeah. It's got black in the title. It's black out, black list, hey, something. Black don't crack, so don't read it. Yeah. Don't crack that. Don't thing. crack that black ass book. Dude. Wow. Like, I had the thought. Like, we are, we're all, whatever, millennials. We have social media. We, we think in such a way that the Zuckerbergs and fuckheads of the world have changed our brains to think. Where it's like, instead of just reading books and being accomplished, of feeling accomplished, setting a goal and achieving instead it, of just doing it's like, the I, gotta sh- I want everyone to see what I did. Instead I of want- just trying to be funny by doing what everybody else uh, agreed was funny on TikTok... Whew. No, like fucking. <laughs> you wrote a fucking different title with marker and tape. I don't. I don't uh, hate that lady's guts. Just like Tucker Carlson. It's like I, I've heard him say things. I still do uh, hear him say things that I'm like. Why do you spot keep listening? On. Oh, I guess that's I, see, why. I see a little, you know, Instagram shits. Uh, but then I see uh, just as many things where I'm like, I do not agree. 
I, I, I am not aligning myself right. with that. That's but mostly how I feel about uh, I'm capable of him. agreeing with people who I've disagreed with before. <laughs> I sent Term. And I think Tucker Carlson's actually a pretty smart guy. Oh, my God. Uh, I sent Term a fucking Twitter screen grab earlier <laughs> this week, and it's just some lady after the Michael Che well, backlash, and it just says, yup, Michael Che is the- Yup. I hate that. Hold, hold on. on. Just let me read it. <laughs> no, the fact that it starts with Y-U-P period and then goes on, just fucking delete that part and say your dumbass condescending cunty lady thing that you were going to say. <laughs> it's not any of that. It's like- Has it's to a, start with, yup, I'm right, before you even read it. It's a cunty lady thing, but- Fucking idiot lady. He's a comedian. Yup. Michael Che is the Bill Maher of Joe Rogan. What does that even mean? Oof. I know I just did this for Ugh. Thurl, but hold on. <laughs> you blew it! <laughs> you suck! No. Man, you corny! The Bill Maher of no. Joe Rogan's. I don't I even get it. Holy shit. And may God have mercy Is that I guess you're just trying to dumb. lump a bunch of men that you don't like in with each other, but right. what does that even right. fucking Harvey, mean? Harvey Weinstein is the Kevin Spacey. If, like, what is this? You think it makes sense and it's funny? It's neither. It's unbelievable what goes on on Twitter. <laughs> I didn't even look at the thread, too. I bet the thread is appalling. I didn't either. I just took a picture of the Michael, Michael Che is the Bill Maher of Joe Rogan's. Okay. So literally, they're all comics. You shouldn't take any of them seriously except maybe Bill Maher. Like, he's, he walks the line pretty firmly politically. I think Joe Rogan walks a line of, like... Uh, not like Bill Maher. Joe Rogan experience is not the Bill Maher show. I just mean of uh, their content on their show... Being, you know, a large percentage of the time, nope. just informative and serious conversation, while an another percentage of the time, it's fucking jokes. Yeah. But Joe Rogan's. professional is joke teller being jokey. But when Joe Rogan has fucking Ari Shafir on or something, exactly. it's not going to be the same it's as when than he Ronda has. different than Patrick. Yeah. It's just like, it's not the same because every single time you're going to get Bill Maher comedy, that's like, that's the, that's the side dish for him. It's all politics, but like the side dish is comedy. With Rogan, back to the Casey's and, and debate, think, Rogan goes like just narrative interview, I'm sorry, like an interview format. Um, and then, and comedy. You get way more. But you get a, like, you know, he has guests on that like, no shit. Smug condescension with Bill Maher. Michael Che is the Bill Maher of Joe Rogan's. Just say it over and over again and just think about how to some people that makes that makes them feel like not only that makes sense, but like burn. I fucking I hit nailed the nail on the head with Pure that one. Purity. Whoa. Whoa. You gonna take that? I should have answered it. I forgot I'm still plugged in. My phone is still plugged into the thing. So exactly should have answered it. Um You know what I should've I think it was one of those <laughs> extended car warranty calls. We could have had a gay old time. Well, fuck, there was something else I wanted to say, but that call really jogged my memory. Uh, uh, Michael Che is the Bill Maher of Joe Rogan's. He's the Bill Maher of uh, uh, Joe Rogan's. Somebody not only typed that, but they thought they hit the nail on the head. Right. Oh, what I was going to say is that um, I, I, I don't really listen to Joe Rogan, but when there's somebody on and I, like, I'm out of other things. The Spotify move has really uh, stifled... What I would but do, but I do acknowledge the stifling. Before he moved to Spotify, uh, for like a whole year or maybe more, my process was I would go to JRE Clips, which is still there is a JRE Clips on Spotify, uh, but they would just take out from his latest episodes little bits and pieces, and I would sift through that. Yeah, yeah, I watch. And then I would more. be like, oh, I'll watch Michael Malice, I'll exactly. watch Dave Smith, or exactly. I'll watch whoever. Um, and that that's not on YouTube anymore. 
I don't go to Spotify and go to JRE Clips like I used to go to well, YouTube and go he to had JRE Shane Clips. On so I watch way less ever since It the was Spotify like the move. week that we... I've been meaning to watch that. It was the week that we were in Austin... Like seeing Shane on Kill Tony, yeah, and clearly he did Rogan like probably the next day or the day before mm-hmm. or something. Um, so I was listening to that. I like him. I thought it was cool that he was finally on. Uh, and then the next episode, like when it ended, it just jumped to the next one. It was Ari, and Ari's always on. Yeah, and it was just like yeah, I like Ari. So I left it, and I like you know over time I would stop it and start it and stop it and start it for days. All last week it was just like finishing. And then at the end of the one with Ari, he talks about being on ayahuasca. And he had, like, you know, he travels a lot. He's a very worldly gentleman in recent years. Mm-hmm. Likes to just go live somewhere. He spent all of, like, last year's lockdown. very much. He gets rid of world. his smartphone and, and travels the world. Yeah, he's really, like, you know, values life experience. Like, we all should, but have forgotten to. So, anyways, he starts talking about how he took, like, a, a shaman, took him through, a, like, a genuine ayahuasca trip. Dude, listen to the Ari episode, but like make it to the end. The last they probably have that part on JRE clips. Uh, but he talks for like forty-five minutes about this. It's not like right. a twelve-minute promo thing. Mm-hmm. So I, even if you skip to the end, I was so like I was sitting, and this never happens. I was like sitting on my couch, like like edge of my couch seat, like like leaning over almost to listen. My phone's playing it off the fucking table. It's right. on the table, and I was like, it was so interesting to me because I've heard plenty of people discuss trips i you see it in movies all the time and never none of it is really ever like how it makes me feel it never right? feels it's, like justifiable even when i talk tell about my own trips yeah i'm always like i sound like a corny asshole when ari was on a week or two ago it was like him talking about and like listen to the whole thing though because it just it like i've i've never done ayahuasca i probably never will and if no. i you know i'm not gonna go i've it sounds like off a on thing dmt but they, i know it's a way they, different that experience. also that also comes into the mix they talk about that because rogan has done it blah 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 i've never heard anybody really anybody talk about an ayahuasca trip that from their perspective of going through it in the detail he did right and him talking through the detail like i could picture it I, it's like i was trying to like i was listening intently and he was talking about laying on a yoga mat by a campfire and like looking up into the sky and how like orbs were like float all these orbs floating up and that like his interpretation of each orb was like uh, and we were just talking about like doing something like, you nailed it you know uh, right. picture book you fucking whatever it's just like he was like, it's when you when you pure it. Something that you do just so perfectly. Like the your your achievement in life, basically. Like the thing you're most proud of accomplishing. Anytime you do something and he, he references like uh Nirvana's Nevermind album, it's like they nailed it. You can listen to it now and get emotional and just be like Right. So he's saying like so so it's not Kurt Cobain's orb the spirit of up there. Green Preservation Society. It's, he's Nailed basically it. saying it's not like Kurt Cobain's orb spirit. It's or never Davies. mind. It's like the achievement. It's, and he was talking about his. Like he just did a, a comedy special that he feels is his best work. And he's like, that was his orb. Like he's been putting in all of these, you know, decades of work to get to being that good to achieve something he's that proud of. So anytime anybody in art, music, you know, just anything achieves that. He was basically seeing the achievements like separate from the the entities, like his orb was leaving and orbs were going up everywhere. And he was like seeing himself like dead and rotting, but the orbs were always up there and they were all like mingling together. Right. And like I'm doing such a shit job of like portraying his yeah. story. I'll listen but to him. I was so fucking intrigued of like what he took away from that. And it sounded it, I like I think it a, takes a talent. It, it made me wonder if I'm not spiritual enough. I was like, holy shit, is there like 
he he said he had like a full on communication with Mitzi Shore, like, and she'd been dead. Right. Like he one hundred percent spoke to her I've according heard of to him. A lot of ayahuasca experiences I hear people talk about speaking with spirits or entities. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, it takes a talent, I think, to when conveying a psychedelic experience to people who have had their own to uh, captivate them. I think that takes something. You know, it's easy uh, to captivate yeah. someone who's never had a psychedelic oh. experience with your story of it, even if your story's a corny ass fucking. Oh, there was fucking a pink elephant in the bathroom. Right, that's how a lot of them are. You Which, know, no, there in, wasn't. In, in there never film. is. That's not what. That's not what it does. The movie Climax that we referenced couple from two years it's ago. It's a fantastic. I thought it did a great job. Articulation, even uh, same director, Into the Void, and Mandy, not same director, but the way they showed what the trip felt like. Or that was a like. really cool scene in Mandy. Yeah, where she's dosed, and what I think what they did was they took two shots and overlaid them. They're two different shots of her overlaid on top of each other. Right, and her eyes look fucking nuts. Um, that was a cool scene. I'm having a hard time focusing because my buddy just texted me some stuff. There's been NBA trades all week. It's like trade week. People are going places. People are right. free agents. They're moving around. Oh, my God. Lonzo Ball to the Bulls. Uh, Kyle Lowry to Miami, which is I – don't, I don't even – I like the Raptors way more than I like the Heat. So yeah. I think they just – you know. but I guess he's been there Kyle long Lowry enough. playing with Jimmy Butler, that could be cool. That could be cool. That could be cool. And be uh, cool. Chris Paul back to the Suns another four years. He gives me my updates wow. on stuff. So you know what? Go for it next year, baby. You can do it. You're playing some of the best ball of your four life, you old man. Years. Four, four more, more years. Four more years. Dude, we got Lonzo. <laughs> I hope I'm not spewing mis- misconceptions, but I trust him, yo. And they also... It's the Bulls r- never get stars. Lonzo's good. Dude. And Lonzo's still like... We could make him a Emerging. Star. He's emerging, but we we do it's have a big a name. We have Zach Levine, and we got uh, Vucevic, who's good, very good. He's an all star. I'm just saying that, like, did you see they're talking about bringing Derek back to Chicago? I've seen. I was. If we get Derek and Lonzo, the next year is going to be the best year of my life. <laughs> uh, I've seen like that. There's petitions and stuff to bring Rose to Chicago again. Well, he's and, you know he's uh, uh, he's available me, as a Bulls fan. Nothing would make me happier. All right, this podcast is taking forever. Open that box of the thing you brought. This is pointless. Oh well, then don't. <laughs> I didn't know it wasn't for the show. I just see Amazon logos and I figure it's part of the bit. Dude, let's go. Let's fucking go. The NBA Chicago Bulls. Let's go. All right. I just saw on the internet the other day. Like, <laughs> you bought these for like no plastic reason. plastic microphones that we used to play with as kids. Yeah, dude. I totally remember these. <laughs> Why? So I dropped seven bucks <laughs> oh, on one of these for each of us. How do you do? How are you doing here? Echo! 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 Do some Jonathan Davis. He was like, uh, "Why'd you buy these?" <laughs> explaining his experience on stage in front of a hundred thousand people, and he's like, "It was like out of be out of body. I don't even know what I was experiencing or what I was feeling. I was like, you I know exactly meth. what you were feeling. Yeah, you were crystal meth <laughs> and a lot of it, a lot. And then uh, this is the hardest. My girlfriend laughed during the documentary, which a lot of it she was not laughing. She was like not sick funny. to her stomach." 
but Jonathan Davis is like, and then immediately I get pulled off stage and they put IVs in me and put me on an oxygen tank and fucking lost it. What a pussy. I no, that's like fucking the sign of a best, like the best show. You want a show where the fucking lead singer of the band you just saw has to leave in an ambulance. (laughs) You know, he left it all on the stage. Uh, I'm pretty sure that happened when I saw Chuck Berry, but it was only because he was like 86, <laughs> and he might have had a heart attack on stage. I think we should do some fan questions. By the way, yes, let's do a shot. A little, a little guy. Yeah. To Bob Odenkirk pulling through for his minor heart attack. He collapsed oh on the God. set. You scared me when you said to Bob Odenkirk. Collapsed on the set of Better Call Saul a few days ago. I was I saw that. I was worried. Yeah, dude. I think he's gonna need a double weight, triple bypass. Triples is best. I'm sorry. I think you should leave now. <laughs> Triples is. You don't remember? Okay, never mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm an ass. I was joking. You didn't need heart surgery, but the sketch. Come last on. Last night, I have two episodes left that we never watched on tour, and last night I, I watched one. one of them. Me too. I uh, haven't seen the last in, one in yet. the restaurant. <laughs> where it's like. Uh, her sister's addicted to drugs. <laughs> is that boring to you? I think you should that leave. That sketch was fucking hilarious. On Netflix is just so stupid funny. And, and the way they use the word fuckers all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they dropped it in that one too. I rewatched the first episode because the uh, the haunted house sketch was These just fucking too, fuckers. Too brilliant to me. It was like, we can say whatever the hell we want. Jizz. Jizz. <laughs> what? A jizz it's <laughs> fucking amazing dude anyways uh bobby Oates though i bought a sweet mr show sweater in texas oh yeah oh dude i bought us t-shirts drunkenly on saturday night after the fights i saw a rucking fountain i have uh, to reimburse that you, you can't buy from there without doing paypal so it goes to the business but i saw that you bought two shirts and i was like hey good for matt he picked up a rucking fountain drop that's a sick no, website no, no. one for me one for Woo! you I mean, you can get me back, but I I use the business money, <laughs> so, so I won't. So you don't you have back. to. <laughs> no, I uh, I was going to reimburse it. I uh, I don't have a personal don't. PayPal. It's Either a way, expense. Your we shirt, talked about it on here, so it's a your shirt's expense. way cooler. Yeah, I, but Hell it's yeah. more you. Anyways, don't don't go looking you know into it. it. You're going to Bobby it. Odenkirk, <laughs> still kicking. Woo. Love him. I love it. Thank him for everything. Absolutely love it. Yeah, when I got home because of the sweater, had to watch the audition. Can oh, I use we this We referenced chair? it on Square Dance Tour a few great. times, or at least I did. Anytime someone asks Season something. Season four, episode three, I believe. It's like, can I get by real quick? I'll go, can I get by real quick? <laughs> like, anytime it's can I, I get the audition in my head. Fantastic. No, can I? Can I use this chair? I'm asking, can I use it? It's for the audition. Why are you ignoring me? I'm, yeah, it's amazing. Anyways, let's do some fan questions. Uh, and scene. You might want to tell your girlfriend to push that massage back. La, 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 <laughs> or we'll wrap this up real freaking quick. Oh, shit. Uh, word sample. Have you guys heard this? This is from Josh T. I vaguely remember you mentioning it on the pod. It's probably a case of coming across the same piano sampler. Coincidence. Or is it? I love the speech samples dudes uses. Dude uses through, and he has good lyrics. Duty? Shout out, Killer Time. I do think we mentioned this on the podcast before. Duty oh. Lightning? Um, where is it? Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't this have This has been the, brought uh, to our attention. Let me get that thing. You know, I don't keep the thing on me. No I don't want it. It's right here. Where's the thing? Picture book. Ooh, la, la, la. Ooh, 
a doobie doobie do. The right. sample in Word has been used a bunch. Let's hear one example of the sample. Which is interesting because I remember example. a discussion with the one engine about no samples. You always, Maybe you, you recreated it. A lot of times that's what they'll do. But it all comes I'm from sure the same. Sure, he knows how to tickle the ivories. Source of inspiration. Yeah. Let me get the leech. Yeah, it's absolutely, um, you know, parallel sampling. Yeah, buddy. Okay. Yo, I'm smoking spicy with my people. <laughs> All right, you're smoking spicy. I don't know who this guy is, but he's smoking spicy. Okay, yeah. I uh, what I did was um, I was watching The Price Is Right. <laughs> Come on down. And it led me to researching online, buying like a game show mic. Because I wanted, I want to perform live with a game show guy, Mike. Uh, and there's really like, you can get like forty dollar ones or like two, three hundred dollar ones. There's so not you much went with the seven dollar ones. So then, <laughs> when I, yeah, when I searched it for, <laughs> for some reason, these showed up, and I was like, I remember those. These are literally like when you go play it like skee ball at an arcade, and you get enough tickets to buy. This is like the, right. the best thing you could get without Aww. spending all day there. Woo! Um. And it was listed for one dollar, and then the shipping was twenty. And I was like, "These Whoa. fucking scammers!" So then I Googled it, and I found him for like no three way. Bucks. I wonder if the baby's comments would have sounded better through this thing. Uh, my fans don't got fucking AIDS because they aren't nasty or junkies. It would have redeemed everything. <laughs> it would work better. Um, here's another fan. I like how when now. you like bounce it in your hand, it like reverberates. No, this. Do this. You feel it in your hand. I'm going to slap it off my knee. Listen. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, here's this. Hey, yo. Uh, what up, you faggots? Yo, I was just thinking. What if... What if Eck added a little segment to... The highly recommended by talking about comedy albums. Okay. No. After my work day at my boring fucking no. bench by myself, where I stand in one spot, is filled with comedy albums that passes the time the best. And I think I'm out of shit, dude. First of uh, all, I'm just wondering what you guys have to recommend first of all, as far as that goes. First of all, Thanks. You I'm just kidding. First of all, I have recommended a comedy album. Arizona Bay by Bill Hicks. Right. This highly recommended is not exclusive to music. No, it's not. And also, and if I were to chime, or I, if, that. if either of us were to chime in with a comedy album every week, I feel like like music. I yeah. got them. No, but still, I think every week for a comedy album that should be like a once a month, maybe. You know what right. I mean? We're gonna run out quickly. It's and, not, and no, there's not that many like iconic to me. I right. can't do fifty plus a year. It's not like music. No. Um. I'll give you Sorry, one right buddy. Now. I mean, it's not. It's it's not you. I'll give it's you me. one right it's now. It's not you. It's me. Raging Bully by Bobby Slayton. Yeah. Great comedy album. Fantastic gonna, comedy album. When I I love the comedy album. 
I uh, the first thing that comes to my head is Mr. P, but I also feel like if you're not like a big Patrice nerd, that's maybe not where to start. Right. You know, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't start there. I wouldn't like that's Comedy's the a, first thing I would think. But I might recommend that months later. Right. Comedy's harder to recommend the music. Um, I guess maybe we could keep it mindful. You know, like maybe uh, recommend a I mean, comic thing a little more often. You could have you know, acknowledged. You could have acknowledged that I have recommended a comedy album. Maybe maybe I should do it more. I mean, terms taking it a little personal. Right. I feel like you just kind of <laughs> tune out during the segment. I'm the chuckle, and I put a lot of time and effort into it. Right. Do I? My bad. <laughs> Do I really? I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm, I don't. not I'm not jerking your chain, fella. Um, I recommended Bricks, uh, Good High, with she's the song. A bricks and with the song Daz. Daz dance, they go Daz. Daz. And didn't even point out that Daz means disco jazz. That's what they say in the song. Disco Dang. jazz. That's what they claim to be. Is a blend of both disco and jazz the disco and that jazz i every week when uh, i do the highly recommended i drive home and i'm like i didn't say this and i didn't say this i don't know a whole bunch about the kinks as a band i don't know they're like them personally i don't know anything aside from music uh one of them might be a pedophile so there's we'll figure it there's out. not gonna be really anything driving home that i'm gonna be like oh i didn't say this i don't know all right let's do another one here Boys, gentlemen, the long-awaited return of the call from the Tub Girls. Uh, sorry, I haven't called back earlier. Tub I've Girls. Been with shit. I fell into a fire pit at the cottage the other weekend, so my head... Fell into a fire pit? <laughs> what? <laughs> you blew it! I love how the... Like, he's, just, he's just a fucking... He's a loose cannon. He's like, yeah, I have threesomes and tubs. I fall into fire pits. You said it like it was it's something life. we all can relate to, like hitting your funny bone or something. Yeah, or like banging two bitches at the same time. I can't relate to that. Like no, that. not at all. Uh, but this is the guy from probably what uh, now, like a month ago. Um, so let's find out what really happened with these ladies. Been all burnt up with first and second degree burns. All <laughs> right, he got Jesus. burned up in a fire. <laughs> I forgot about that. Had to uh, get that taken care of, which was fucking right. great. But right. I mean, we're doing better now. Anyhow, that's a call for another day. Call in another um, day. <laughs> so Call it let in. me just do a quick recap on what happened. So basically, when I was explaining it last time, didn't have much time, and I skipped a few details, but I'm going to try and get a little bit more, I guess. So what happened was there was me, my girlfriend, my buddy and his girlfriend, and my other friend and my ex-girlfriend who were together at the time. Got I'm, it. I'm we're lost. all partying, having drinks, whatever. You Nothing like too lost. crazy. That's when Three dudes, three chicks. My ex-girlfriend goes upstairs, just kind of dips off, and then my girlfriend gets a Snapchat from her saying that she was in the tub, so then my girlfriend and my other buddy's girlfriend kind of <laughs> wander up to the wa uh, to the bathroom there, and uh, then that's when I get a text or a Snapchat from my girlfriend saying that she was also in the bath. Then we decide... We decide. Because it was kind of hard to... Kind of hard. It, it's weird it was kind of hard. We all just we all kind of went up, right? So now all six of us are up there. It was kind but of hard. Got it. No, I'm just kidding. I was, so I was assuming it was his dick. He didn't he say didn't, in the first call that there was a third girl in the tub. But I don't know if there was a third girl in the tub. Either way, I pictured his ex and his current in a tub, and then he got a snap, so he went and checked it out. Apparently, everyone got the memo, so it was basically everyone went in the he bathroom. He didn't say that everybody got the snap, though. So that's, he's clearing that up. Well, either way. Is he, or did he... 
is he just implying like we thought that he like showed everybody, mm. which we had criticized as like why he probably did make it clear, but we're drunk and stupid, so I don't know, and I don't want to rewind it. So let's see what he says next. The other two guys aren't like me in that freaky sense, or I would have been fucking down. But Your friends as are pussies. I got up there, I guess the girls kind of got weirded out by how many people were there or something. I don't know. They decided to fucking leave. Like, they're like, okay, well, my buddies are like, okay, let's go down. Oh, two girls are lezzing out here? This is gay. Literally, I'm Hold leaving. On, wait. Let's go what? Oh, boy. We should just rewind it. Uh. As I got up there, I guess the girls kind of got weirded out by how many people were there or something. I don't know. Uh. They decided to fucking leave. Like, oh, the they're like, okay, well, my buddies are like, okay, let's go downstairs. I stuck around, oh, the guys saw a couple did. titties. I'm thinking, fuck, this might be all right. But the next thing you know, the ladies decided to hop out. So that fucking dream was very short-lived, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, so, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Boom! Boom! You blew it! Rubbish! Knock me! You suck! Uh, you were so close, dude. Would have been a lot better, um, obviously. And uh, that following weekend, I think, or the weekend after, all of us same group went up to the party again. Uh, sorry, went can't up to try the to party recreate. Party, it's lightning in a bottle. And uh, my ex-girlfriend kind of fucked everything up. It's doo lightning in a bottle. Doo lightning in a bottle. She was just being a dumb bitch over the weekend. Uh. So yeah. So now I don't think that chance will ever be fucking possible again. No. So I don't know. Unfortunate. The, Unlucky. I don't envy you still because hasn't been made clear is if all of the guys got snaps or if just you did and you chose Either way, to share the it thing. with Let's the other two. That. Who the no the other two? <laughs> no, the other two like blew it. The other two, he said, awkwarded it out. The other girls. Uh, That's what he says. You what if he was the awkward one? He says that it's so, the fence mechanism. So, so far, I'm still kind of of the mindset that like you blew it in having shown the other guys the snap and not just getting the snap yourself. Look, I'm not saying that I wouldn't have blown it. Right, either, his girlfriend wouldn't have snapped all of the friends, just him. If just so you he got probably the snap, said, "Yo, look," when what's you up? saw it, you should have snuck off and been like, "I'm gonna go take a piss or something," and then gone upstairs. You had to lie to your friends and fucking snuck into the fucking tub room and locked the door behind you and whipped your putt out. And yeah. tried to get a blowy from whether two they years. wanted it or not, <laughs> you got to do it. Pull a Woodstock '99 <laughs> and fall into a fire pit. Um, yeah, like I feel like I'm not envious because that's worse to me because I've never even had a close call. There were never two girls in a tub like maybe, maybe drunk enough to suck my dick together. Right, it's never even been close. So I, that I get it. It's like I'm not that worried about my threesome, you know, fantasies because it's like you know. There's never even been an opportunity. It's not a thing. This guy was yeah. so close. Where it's like if you were, and then you have to like, it's like, just kiss it. Just just give me anything. Just, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think. Oh my God, would I just need it to go a little farther? What blows it is sharing what doesn't blows it. I know. It didn't blow shit. Sharing it. Uh, with the other dudes, and then when you go up there, the other dudes are with you, and then that hey, kind of before a hose ruins dude. the vibe. Who's team are you on? Uh, well, oh my god, you know, no, fuck that. In that in that situation, look, every philosophy is situational. 
Uh, in that situation, get it out, you drunk idiot. <laughs> He's trying to stall for time. Listen, in a situation, it's situational. Situationally, in a situation, <laughs> in that situation, <laughs> it's hoes before bros. <laughs> no, I don't disagree. I don't. Um, let's do one or maybe two more, and we're gonna wrap this up. We're out of here. And, and it's buffering. And the internet is working. Hey, just got a, out of jail from the fucking DUI, and I got to say, you guys' bars fucking helped me out. I started pretending like I was freestyling, spitting fucking, you know, spaceman, fucking, you know, so long and shit. Everyone's like, damn, you got mad bars. I'm like, Hell yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. So, you know, I got a couple of prisoners inadvertently up on you guys and shit. <laughs> But, you know, not really, no okay, questions aside, just wanted to say. Wait. Like, yeah, dude. <laughs> no, wait. You can just tell this guy just got out of jail because everything he says is like, so I'm on now. <laughs> and I've been having a great time over here. <laughs> it's like so, when uh, I mean, <laughs> This guy's happy to be out. When Dave Chappelle gets off work and half baked and he's like, <laughs> free! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, I did love the, it. I, I, love I it. did I miss something? Did he say that uh, he started? He joined a cipher while he was in jail. You know what and you missed? Was, our yeah, no, our you got stuff? it. You didn't miss anything in 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 the clink. All right, I'm gonna let you know. Okay, <laughs> in the clink, your bars is like currency. Bars. Okay? <laughs> no, he said he rapped for people in jail. Then he didn't know that it was us, so he rapped our verses, and they were like, "Yo," like that got him cred in jail rapping as well as us so basically if we went to jail yeah jake gyllenhaal is gonna be hawking in his palm and fucking your butt okay no, it's gonna it happen the other, but the other way around if you can if, whatever jake gyllenhaal is the <laughs> he catcher took it. he took the hawk in his butt mm-hmm. and they kind of lead you to believe throughout through the beginning of the movie that jake gyllenhaal is the type who's gonna be given you know <laughs> And and that Heath Ledger is going to be the type who's taken because he's kind of like timid and reserved. No, it's never what you think. That's a that's a classic right. game. And then movie when it twist. happens, you're like, oh, oh shit! I thought the bottom was the pitcher. Yep. <laughs> oh uh, my god. Anyways, yeah, I'm not even mad at that. I'm mostly upset if I hear about people like biting our rhymes. But if you're in jail, it's. Kill or be killed. Right. It's rhyme or be rhymed. I hear it's they like make you, gotta, you toss the salad. <laughs> da salad. <laughs> you got toss da salad. Toss da. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, I don't know. I am also conflicted on what to think because you're basically telling me that you bit my shit, bro. Yeah, but he was about to have his shit bit. You know was he, mean? though? It's jail, dude. All he, right. He's in All jail. Right. Yeah. Go for it. Like I'm if, happy that it got you out of a jam. Put yourself in his shoes. Like let's say, let's say you ass. didn't rap and you were in jail and you I've, knew I've rap heard verses. That like, uh, and you were like, that I'm, whole I'm gonna spit this rape thing is in you know dudes raping dudes thing in jail is kind of like a thing of the past. I've heard that. Yeah, because we were at Kill Tony a few weeks ago and the guy who was in jail said that. He said that too. I've heard that other places too in like uh, documentaries. I was gonna say we just heard that. <laughs> we just heard it. <laughs> right. All right. So you know what I'm saying, dude? Have you watched? I think that's kind of a, an antiquated stereotype about jail i rewatched the kill tony that we were at i, I mean obviously i did not gonna, uh, and uh, it's, it's it's a good one we were there it was good exactly but dude william yelling about raisin bread at the end is it's like i want to save it on my phone like i need to like pull that clip because it'll cheer me up in times of need right 
I like I won't that that made me laugh so fucking hard. And I even rewatched it because I saw on his thing. He's like, I'm not gonna stop eating it. It's good to have I love like, that uh, shit. Like I need it. A comedic <laughs> remedy for for a bad time like that stashed away. Someone screaming at the top of their lungs about raisin swirl bread. <laughs> you know, it just does it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I have like a one of the outtakes <laughs> of Jim Carrey and Liar Liar saved on my phone. Which one? The that one? No, no, give me the thing. The thing. Oh, here you go. You know which one I like when he's yelling. They're like hack. You know, they're yelling at over actor. Over actor. She yells over actor at him. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even see his face But it's the, it's the same noise When he goes That's amazing What a legend dude He's a shit Alright last voicemail and then we gotta go Come on, dude. Come on, the internet. Let's go, internet. Come on, dude. It'll go. Come on, a dude. It'll work. Come on, dude. Jail. Come on, dude. I am so ungay. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Ridiculous. Come on. You are. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hey, come on. Come on. Come on. I never want to see you in your fake butt again. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. It's your boy. You know, the one that needs no introduction. Two trains. How many trains? trains? I was just listening to the podcast last week, and uh, Ack reminded me of a quick little funny story. <laughs> so natural. <laughs> <laughs> Two trains got calling you. Ah, I don't need no introduction. <laughs> you already know who it is. <laughs> I thought I'd tell you that. We won't stop. I thought I'd tell you that. We won't stop. <laughs> All right, he goes on. Of a time that I also had trouble paying my bill at a restaurant, so I'm out with Wait, we talked about having mother. trouble paying the bill? I, I talked about a lot of service things last week, specifically trying to oh. pay at that one diner with the lady. I thought lady. he meant affording it. Lady just kept watching the TV for 10 minutes while I was in her other ear like, yes. excuse me, miss, may I pay? Yes. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just say no. Can I? Fuck, can pay I? This bill? Pay this bill? <laughs> right, this is before we were, you know, married with a kid and shit. And, uh, you know, she was helping me move, so we just... We, I took it to Olive Garden. I was like, you know, I'll say thank oh, you yeah. for coming <laughs> to coming move. Yo, no joke. My girl loves Olive Garden. Makes it real easy for me. I've been there one and time I don't even in take my her because I want to take her better places. I'm like, fuck Olive Garden. I'm taking you to a real restaurant. Like, exactly. She wants to go. <laughs> uh, anyways. So we're at the Olive Garden and the service is trash the whole fucking time. Yeah, because you're at the Olive and Garden. We're trying to pay the bill, you know? And I think our waitress went on break or some shit. And they were just like... No one was paying attention, so... Leave. You know, my mother-in-law gets up. She's like, I'm going to use the bathroom. She's gone for like a wink, while. Wink, You know? And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm out. So I go to the parking lot, and this bitch is fucking standing at the truck, smoking a cigarette, just laughing. She just left me there, you know? And I was like, I'm not paying this shit. Fuck this. And that's what happens. When people don't want to take <laughs> your money, bro, I know yes. it's on my side with this. When you exactly bounce. I wanted it to go. You got a free meal. Yeah. Anyway, I'm out. You guys. Hey, I'm on your side with it too. I regret actually paying for that diner in Austin or whatever. In that moment, I I walked back to the table and told Term like, "Dude, I don't want to pay." And he's like, "He." Yeah, I was term, on the verge. Term was making me upset because I was like, "I thought we were friendly." He's like, "Chill out." And I was like, 
fuck you, dude. I was like, I'm this not chilling happened. out. We, we had driven away, <laughs> and it had been like 15 minutes, and you were still saying it. And I was like, all right, dude, the vibe is like shitty. Just drop it. Uh, no, you. It, it, whatever it, you said, it, I it said hurt it wasn't worse a big than deal. that. I was like, uh, you had to wait a few minutes at a diner. But, no, but you also said like, I, the, I was, I was venting, and you were just like, all right, you had to wait a couple minutes. Not the end of the world. Chill out. And then you were like, what side are you on? Yeah, <laughs> and I swear to God, I'm not even joking. For like at least eight minutes after that, I sat there just like I know. casually reminding myself that next thing he says, <laughs> he's fucking dead. <laughs> Like I was like, next thing he says, where because you're the king of like this faggot flies flying around my fucking head. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking faggot fly! And I'll be like, oh, it's just a fly. Chill out. You know, I couldn't wait, and I decided after I will find that fly and I will. Kill I decided. It. I decided eight minutes after I was like, all right, I'm being a cunt. But it took me like the full several minutes of being like, all right, term. Oh, just chill out. I'll just wait for you. I already I know you well enough to know that your fuse is gonna blow in thirty minutes or less. No, and I'm gonna tell you, just chill out. Just chill <laughs> out. <laughs> and I didn't. I let it go. <laughs> I, well, I was ready though. No, but uh if And term wasn't wrong, I should have just chilled out. If that diner cause the food wasn't bad. Um I didn't love it. Just the brisket was bad. Yeah. The brisket was fatty and it was tough. And it's not what I want when I'm in Texas and I order brisket. Uh, but I thought the term never wants it fat. The breakfast tough. was good, and if it was like a fucking Waffle House or an Olive Garden or something, I would have been much. No, more... No, it was like a legit diner. Like I was glad we found that spot, and I just feel like we ordered the wrong shit. Because you did go to the the car uh, without paying. Yeah, I lit- I walked outside and, I, and like took a lap and, and I, I like, smoked my pen and I, I came back in. I could walk out and just unlock the car and and we. We should have done that, but I came back in like. But no, I'm like, being a bitch. It's not I'm an gonna Olive pay. Garden, you know. Right, right. I did Olive Garden, dude. Come on, the food was, unlimited breadsticks was all right. Anyways, thank you, two trains. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he goes. He goes. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta like uh, thumb your nose after you do that. Oh, <laughs> thumb to nose is crucial. <laughs> For that type of breath. <laughs> you already know what it is. Kind of like. <laughs> All right. Let me. Um, I th- My internet appears to be working good enough. So look at this. Boom. It's working. Oh, right when you need it to. It's almost as if the two hours I spent earlier was in vain. Here's uh, a number of YouTube comments. <clears throat> this is on Mayday. Term. Grow your hair out with me, G. That was from mm. two hours ago. I mean, it's it's longer than it's been in a while right now. Yeah, your hair's not that long. And uh, I don't love it. Oh, Anytime it gets dude. a little longer than this, I get the urge to buzz. I had an image I took because it looked just like you to me, but I deleted it. Cause oh, I, somebody sent me one. One what? On Instagram. Of something that looks uh, like you? When I went to get my tattoo. I guess it's a total visual, so it Matt's doesn't make studio, any sense bringing it up This here. is... This is term. I was like, if term never term never got a tattoo, he's always said like he doesn't know what he'd get and he's never gotten one. But like at this point, I kind of like get a self portrait, dude. That's you. That's a lady. Exactly. It stinks. I'm gay. It's like a lady in a 1920s like bathing suit with boxing gloves. It's a lady wearing short shorts, like literally the same shorts term wears everywhere, and she's constantly shadow boxing at nobody. I mean, it's a still image. <laughs> every she's direction. constantly doing whatever she Yeah, is she's frozen in time, constantly stuck there, shadowboxing nobody. I was like, Term, if you ever if you need a full back piece, that's you. Just change the hair. I think that's all that's necessary. 
<laughs> Dukes up, boxing gloves on, short shorts. There is this. Look, uh, if you don't want that to be you, wear shorts that pass your knee. I don't know what to tell you, dude. Oh yeah, this is like a video <laughs> on YouTube. <clears throat> Maybe you can pull it up. I had to oh. kick a trainee off. This my, is the title. My, I had to kick a trainee off of my truck. Exclamation point. Typing away, Mavis Beacon. And where did you find this old ditty? Uh, my internet does seem to be working fast. Fat boy great. Mac. Hold on. Sent this to Spoke me. Spoke too soon. Nothing. Uh, here we go. Look at that thumbnail. Oh, it's 20 minutes, though. It's 28 minutes. I don't really care about the video, but this is the thumbnail that he said looks like me. Oh, okay. What is going on today, guys? Oh, boy, do I have a story for you guys today. Holy for you shit. Guys I'm already today. done. I'm already done with him. This guy sucks. He's not even like a TikTok guy, Just but already he's so ready comments. to talk to his fucking camera. <clears throat> oh, boy, everybody, do I have a anecdote for my followers to a... Uh... Fuck you, dude. Drive your truck. Just this is the thumbnail. And kick trainees off. Of it kind of looks like me. And honestly, you you got a very like um like a trucker vibe about you. And he's got the same mustache. Well, you shave. And you the got, eyes are pretty similar. You're pretty clean shaven, but yeah, I get that. Yeah, I'm uh, all fucking slugged down right now. This always happens when your girlfriend's in town. When your girlfriend comes into town, the, the stash goes away. I've mm-hmm. noticed. You've talked about it. She likes. She, she doesn't like it to kiss my lips, not a bunch of hair. Yeah, uh, I saw like a girl tweeted like that it, facial hair is like makeup for guys, and I was like, it's it's kind of like it's not ter- it's not a terrible. It's natural, yeah. which makeup isn't. That's the argument. Uh, but I get what she's saying. Like it's a cover up. Guys with a weak chin, yep, or like such as myself, a third chin or a second chin or whatever. Like such as myself. You ever see like James Harden without his beard? Yeah, it's weird. Or uh, I just watched. I just caught up on um Dave Little Dicky show, and I don't know if you're mm-hmm. caught up, but in, re- in in one of the yeah. last episodes, they clearly shot it after the rest of the season because he shaves his beard and it's like a flashback sequence when he was a eight years ago, right. Working an ad job. And it's funny to see him without a beard because I've like never seen exactly. that. It's like, it's just because you don't know it. So if, you're, if, you, if your girlfriend also doesn't recognize you, it's very like. He probably looks, you know, like less handsome. Fuckable. Yeah. Sexy. I guess. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you don't want to suck his dick. I always wanted to. And then I saw that and I said, <laughs> exactly. no, no way. <laughs> uh, I get what, I get what it's, you know. No, it's fine. I get it. Go on. It like strengthens a weak chin. Or like covers up a double one. It's fine. Do not. There's a point. There's a point there. Get to it. Anyway, I don't like having my <laughs> facial hair removed. That's the point. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh so turn to grow your hair out. Gee. Wow, that took a long time. Even keel, our new video, you guys. Go watch it. It's you have to go Patreon. to uh, patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. Some, Claw said it's magic. So what are you not going to believe, Claw? Go there and see magic. When's the last time you saw a trick? All right. Magic going on on Patreon, Palmer Squares, even Keel. Another one. Not one, not two, but three fire emojis, even Keel. Hall of Famers video. Can someone tell me what the name of the song that plays during the credits is? Can't find it anywhere. That's hilarious. Sounds like he he actually likes it and he wants to listen to it. It sounds like they want. Oh, of course I don't have it anymore. Can you YouTube uh, pop punk supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? I think I tried to bring this up a while ago. You did. We did it already. But did you play it? Yeah, we. Did. All right, then don't. 
Yeah, we're done. Um, we could listen to Bush Mouth a little more. Uh, <laughs> uh, even Keel again. Great job, guys. Jane Adams. I love the MGS refinance. Okay. What? Uh, I don't know. On what video? Jane Adams. I love the Migus. Whoa, watch your language. <laughs> it's, it's Mig- as long as it's not Migus. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. Migs. Six. Mig- Next one. Mig-s. Even Keel. Them boys got bars, though. Another one I even keel. Parties in the back. Uh, that'll be explained if you go watch it. And Brainwash. They never miss. Brainwash. Why does... When does this go up on Spotify? Countless fire emojis. And Brainwash again. I cannot wait for the CP. Again, Kazamdemic. That's what these are. These are the one-take versions of something we'll release later whenever called Kazamdemic. Well... We'll put them on Spotify, stream them, and all that. So in the meantime, go to patreon.com slash palmersquares. Check out the new one, Even Keel. I think we both did a pretty good job with our verses. And watching 4K. Crisp. Oh, wow. Richard Greenwood, uh, the cinematographer and director of Word, helping us out with this one. Um, Yeah, super wide, no sudden move camera lens. Future. If you watch in 4K, is that like... uh it just looks great. It's just this. Is top that like resolution. when it looks like, like I don't like it? It's like it looks too no, no, no. real, like The Hobbit when we no. saw The Hobbit. It's just, it's just better. Results. Not only did that movie great. suck, but it also looked in that way that I hate, where it's like high frame rate. It it looks just like behind the scenes footage of the actors in their costumes. Right. I don't like that shit. I don't like it. I don't ever want to do a thing that can be seen that way. Um, that was about it. I um. I'm just gonna this one for good measure. I saw this the other night, and again, I told you I was drunk the other night. I watched all the fights alone. I was drinking whiskey alone, and then I bought us T-shirts alone. I was just like, I was like in well, that you mood. Were smashed. I was smashed up, <laughs> and then somebody replied. Um, this isn't me being smashed, but it didn't hurt. Uh, Billy Badass on our YouTube. This is on the consistently inconsistent video. It says, "I remember when my brother showed me you guys. This was the first song, and we played it." The first time I got high, I fell in love with this song. Now that he's no longer alive, I come back to this song to remind me of the better times. And then I responded, hammered, but, you know, means a lot. And I just said, sorry for your loss. I'm glad our song uh, can help remind you of good times, and we appreciate the both of y'all forever. And he said that us replying means a lot, and thanks for the anthems and the good times. But Don't uh, blow anthems. You could have, uh, yeah, exactly. I could have uh, been not hammered and scrolled past, but I, I'm drunk and I'm on my phone and it's uh You're uninhibited. I'm not going to respond to your shit, but if it actually matters, like that guy, Billy Badass, I always do, you know? Whenever I see it, it's a no-brainer. So uh, shout out that guy. And shout out all of our YouTube commenters. How's about everybody listening goes over to patreon.com slash palmersquares and watches our new video for free. Don't need to subscribe, but why not? Why the fuck just do it? Just do it already, you know? And um, That's beautiful, man. We need to remind everybody real quick. We're going to be in Newark, Ohio. Ohio! Ohio! We're going to be in Ohio uh, August 13th and 14th. I don't know. Will you look that up real quick? But either way, even if you have a ticket, get excited, baby, because we're coming out. We're playing, I believe, at 
9 or 9.30 on Saturday, the 14th of August. Everlast. Ever wild. Holy <laughs> shit. Are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to be, I, I'm guessing we're going to be there by Friday night. I think we're just going to be camping out and hanging out. You yeah, know? we will. We're getting, we'll probably drive Friday and get there whenever. And then we'll just be hanging out all day before our set. So we got to figure out what to we do. We look forward to that. In terms of another episode for this, Ooh. I am going. We're gonna go to Everwild separate. Yeah, I'm going. We're bringing our ladies to Everwild, and and then me and mine are going directly to the Smoky Mountains yeah. for my birthday. That's right. Term's birthday is Can't a couple days wait. after. I didn't tell you. I love them Smokies. Me and mine are actually going on a little mini vacay on our way home too. We decided she, we, yeah. we were because she has longer off of work, and then we just started looking all up like both sides of the Great Lakes, like Lake Erie and Lake Michigan. Right, like and the then UP. we found we settled on the great Sandusky, Ohio. You guys, uh, we have not one but two Airbnbs lined up. We're gonna stay at one that just looked too fun to not stay so, at for a night, and then the next two nights at another one. And it's literally like an eight minute boat ferry from Cedar Point. I was gonna say you're going to Cedar Point then, right? If yep. you're going to Sandusky, Ohio, and you gotta we, go to Cedar Point. We've talked much about how like my right, the millennium. I, I have a neck injury from years past, but it makes me not basically want to. My friend invites like me to go to Six Flags and stuff, and I go, no, dude, I don't want to fuck my neck Just up. hold your head like Penub in Idle Hands. The thing is, I've been to Six Flags. I already rode that fucking ride. I've never been to Cedar Point, and we're going on this little vacation now. Cedar so Point is awesome. We're going to- I haven't yeah, been there in years. We're spending three days extra in Ohio before we come home, too, so- me fun. and my ex, uh, years ago, took a road trip, went to Cedar Point. Did you do the water park or just the- Just the, the roller coasters. The amusement park, yeah. Uh, Millennium Force is the shit. I'm gonna ride some stuff. At like, some point, I've decided that I will ride because, like, I'm going there. Like, I have to. My neck should be fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at at some point, we observed like some fucking gross uh, girl came out of the bathroom and handed her underwear to her gross like trailer park dad. Uh, it, it was it's a great. fun time. It's great stuff. <laughs> Sandusky, Ohio. What else? What else is there? Did we do all the shows? Boston, Massachusetts, October 21st. October 21st in Boston with Spose and Jarv. Tickets on sale now. Go to palmerspose.com slash tour. Jarv, us, and Spose. It's going to be It's a, a show to, to attend. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And then also in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, the following night, October 22nd. We're going to try to book some more Northeast stuff, hopefully. You guys remember uh, Portsmouth? New Hampshire. Last time we played a bookstore, somebody fucking vomited all over my hummus dish. Yeah, it is correct. I got a Hank Williams biography, courtesy of the venue. We did not finish our set because people were being too wild. Cops came. Cops did arrive Rock and shut started. down we, the show. We covered Jimi Hendrix fire. Uh, <laughs> I think this time it's still not like a venue venue, but there is a stage. Uh, we're playing like, a, what is it? 3S? Art space, yeah. It's an art space. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun-ass show. Seriously. Um, But yeah, we have uh, tickets on sale for at least the Boston one now and the Chicago one hopefully coming soon. Chicago, we need you to come out. I know you will. Um, TPSReportsPodcast at gmail.com. 708-797-3079. We need some more voicemails, guys. Call on in there. And uh, Patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. Go watch Even Keel right now. Um streaming for free there and then it'll be out everywhere in the 15th and yada 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 another one coming soon palmersquares.com slash shop 
Get yourself right now uh, exclusive, limited time only, I guess, uh, while supplies last. We have leftover merch from the Square Dance Tour. We have uh, what I think is like some of the coolest shirts we've ever printed is that flyer from the Square Dance Tour. They are very cool. It's just a shame that we put the dates of the tour all on it as well. Right. It's, it's a like- shame that Bell Station is listed <laughs> on the fabric. Um but you if know, you weren't at the show. It's like, well, why do I want those I've dates on before. my back? It's fucking, like, just get it. You go to Target, you buy a fucking ACDC. Jap- you're gonna want this Japanese tour 1975. It's like you weren't there. More you than you're alive. More than you're gonna want it. You're gonna. We're gonna want you to buy it. <laughs> just get it. We bought too we, many shirts. We have so you guys. Many extra shirts. Um. So while supplies last, they'll be cheap. You we guys. got extra shirts. We got extra posters. We got extra cassette tapes. One takes, made. one takes from Palmer Squares on cassette. And then we got a whole, you know, Square Dance package where it's all three items. I'll give you a package. Also, uh, the new Ren and Stimpy shirts up now. PalmerSquares.com slash shop. Yeah, we're going to sell. Selling like hotcakes. What those we've are going to be gone left. before you know it. Yeah, those are going to go very quick. Um, so if you want one, get one. And we will do more, but we'll, uh, it's going to take a minute to get more. Up. This first run, though, there's limited limited supplies. So yeah, PalmerSquares.com like left, slash But shop. I think we're going to do more. We like this design a lot. Hit it up. Hit also, it up. Uh, with or without it on vinyl at BishopRecords.com. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, they're, they're pretty much almost gone. I told Bishop to ship me everything he has left except like five records. Because they've been online for a year, and if you haven't got it by now, like uh, this is your last warning. I want to get the rest of the stock, which is, you know, it's running low. But I want it on hand for our With or Without It album release in Chicago and future shows, and actually have it on the table for those fans since everyone's had a year to get it online. So if you want to order one, you better do it right the fuck now. Also, uh, follow me on Instagram at Ecumenal. That'd be great. That'd just be great. Um, and leave us a five-star rating for the TVS Sports Podcast. Just uh, click subs- the star number. Just click the no- You don't have to say anything. Just click it, and it'll help. If you're it listening us. on Apple Podcasts, hit subscribe. Leave us a review. We should start asking people more often. Maybe not three hours into a long episode <laughs> like this one, but like we got to start reminding people, like, hey, just hit the fifth star. You know? Tell, yeah, share it. Do a thing, because that does help. That that algorithmic digital shit will help it not look so bleak week to week. But um, thank you, everybody, for listening and uh, also something I'm probably going to spend more time on in the future, but for this week, because there's no time, um, don't stream Face Melt. Don't stream it on, on Apple Music or Spotify. If you want to listen to those tracks, maybe find them on YouTube. Um, but, uh, Is every it on t- Bandcamp? Can we put it on Bandcamp No, we can't. Free? No, we can't, because we don't own it, and that's part of the thing. We'll talk about it more later sometime. But I really want... Like, people love the song Bunk. People love our stink face constituents, and we got a lot of bangers, but i, I got to let everybody know that nobody, nobody makes any money when you stream that. Nobody that actually made the music. So um, if you want to support the artists who made those songs, just don't stream it. And we'll talk more about it in the future maybe. But I, I just uh, it's something that bothers me. Go on YouTube and rip each track. The songs are great. They're worth hearing. And but then burn it worth onto streaming? a CD with narrow. No, I wouldn't even do it. Anyways. Do people still have like CD burners? Speaking of supporting Chicago local artists, there is a song that we got to play to get out of here this week by the one, the only, Rich Jones from chicago and, uh, it's just a great track the video is going to be linked in the description make sure to click that rich jones has um he's like the pj tucker of sunglasses <laughs> sunglasses he's got a and crazy of, and of like pink rings right he, he rocks like five finger ring you know he just got like yeah. a ring on every finger looking uh, real slick every Love picture it. he's got a new pair of cool shades and i'm like We'll just gotta get these as glasses. long as we've been rocking, you know, oh, stages in Chicago. Which so it's reminds rich. me. Uh, go ahead. Austin from Boston. I never got to thank him on here vocally 
for the fucking like windshield uh, glasses that he stole from a casino and brought for me in yeah, Denton. I'm sorry that. that we never smoked that joint. Uh, I legit was just going to like load up the car and stuff and was going to come back to smoke that joint with you, but it didn't happen. So He gets it. He knows what's up. It'll happen. We'll be maybe, back. Maybe next time we won't go on stage at 4 a.m. All right. So this is uh, Locals Only by Rich Jones, and I love it. It's basically just a fucking Chicago showcase. And um, yeah. Rich Jones featuring uh, Matt Muse, <laughs> Def C, Sketch 185, Psalm 1, and uh, Jovan or Jovan Landry. And I guess our invitation got lost in the mail. I mean, I would have loved to have been <laughs> part of the song. It's a very good song. <laughs> no, good for him, man. Just making sure uh, Chicago's taken care of in a hip-hop sense. Fuck uh, yeah. I did like this uh, a lot. So locals only. Rich Jones, find it in the Smoochie Gang playlist on Spotify. Terms highly recommended you know, also is a playlist where yeah. you can find every album that yeah. I've recommended uh, on this show. Enjoy, everybody, and we'll see you next week on the TPS Reports podcast. Smooches. We'll be back. Kill Whitey. <laughs> Kill Whitey. Kill Whitey. Kill him dead. Kill Whitey! Go chop her head off or something! <laughs> Damn, Rich, I'm glad we got a track But it's still fuck 12, tell them bring our niggas back I'm off Penny, she off Jack Bumpin', bouncing, break your back I be like, hey, yo When she pop that, pop that back Down, do it down the back Brown, got the plug like I drive a Tesla So they on the line, bill collector If they white, then I tax some extra reparations Hit the 40s on every acre Let the whole hood ride the mill like Damn, Peter just hit me out I'm trying to teach black folks to safe field Go from never know I be in safe field To 50 G's in our safe field Spooky shit, Statesville, my head down, my cash free, my shoes fly, don't bother me, my city shine, we proud to be if you out south, go fuck with me. Max built the beat, I laced it tighter than a skater's vans. We grew organically while the labels were raising plants. So it's no respect if you pay for fans. Quit complaining, fam. A rumble pack wouldn't shake your hand. Saving money instead of spending it on a game of chance. Change of plans, traded hidden stages for fixing paper jams. Happy I tried and failed than if I'd never played in Rams. So I'm more at peace than Tibetan monks blending paint and sand. They throwing shots, but I can trace where the cases land. Celebrating when cakes and hands, some but making Baby band, Sky Mom, Future Cult, Grand Total, Death Prez, and Rich Jones pressing lines for us like a left hand. Are you coming back? She asked. We lost a six weeks later as the summer sat behind shadow painted smiles of blockades. Long stage for fearful coffin. Absence illustrated, seen the bottom, seen coffin, seen it this bleak back first. Seen it off to the slight sprint between last chance cars and a queen, and last laughs and bars forgotten. It's a flashback to Van Buren subs. We lived that 5 a.m. shit as a practice. Half that carrying me home most nights. It's abstract if you weren't there My mind lives between the scenes where we see humans Be human And you made it because you didn't know who was gonna make it And so we keep moving Uh, we all gonna die and we know it But how you living? Got you dying inside, admit it The sky is falling, temp is rising Homie, ain't shit surprising I got my fire, Walter, PPQ it just for the lighter My one desire grow for centuries From what I write of my two desire Roast my enemies down by the fire hole Light of smoke, politicians speaking in kaleidoscope Nevertheless, I continue to step in my power, enemy bombing no time. I ain't scared of you, COVID ain't no barrier. I throw a mask and throw these hands, you bitches so embarrassing. Cricket cops to carrying them, the barrel what we staring at. Without reversing, putting work and burn it all to raise again. Hybrids in the lobby, call me, saw me, no apology. Jones been tapping in, I had to rap, it's been an honor, G. And baby, if this is my very last time breathing, I hope I get y'all something to believe in. Peace, man. Um, straight from the go, oh, uh, straight from the shy from whack a 
down below or from the south or west sides I, I can't be cocky with it and the roach with the flow Steadily fresh from my head to our toes where everything is matching You know we never lack it, we just be Cadillacking Be tripping saucy mind, shout out to the wild wild Where I stay every day, rapping so hard you know we don't play Like anywhere we have a good and bad days, it's our time be on my heart always You know we got that culture though, to the weather hot and then it's cold So frozen like Italian ice, but blazing heat like Vocalo J.O. to the B.A.N. representing Aboriginal J.O. to the B.A.N. representing Aboriginal Locals only, ma'am. Chicago shit. Much love. Ten years, I finally turned this into something. If I'd have cracked then, right now I'd be dead or done. Rest in peace to who we lost and not forgotten. Rest in peace, the vibes we lost, developers stopped them. No more geese to lay golden eggs. No more leases where the roots for heads. Free all those on reaper charges. Free those who got stuck by burgers for the birds that they're sitting rotten. When I say Chicago, move with caution. Say sh- keep it moving. A lot of love, not a lot of Polish ride, forget the cards, mustard brown, onions, caramel, highs are high, I can handle, woes are woes, change the channel, peace. This is Jackson. Transfer to blue, purple, orange, brown, and pink line trains at Jackson.